city of Corvosa, largest in Varesia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zalara Zendane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugarfield Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo Adventure Path. Episode 78. Just after um, the whole incident with Octavia, um, when we had a free moment, Cordell was, uh, Silver was going to write a letter to Octavia. Yeah. And he was pretty upset by the whole entire ordeal because his mum was going to kidnap him and lock him in a cell and then do conversion therapy on him, which isn't... <laughs> yeah, it will make good. you less Sean Taylor. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not a good thing. <laughs> yeah, um, nobody so thinks it's a good thing. Nobody yeah. thinks you should just put up with it because no, it's a good thing. Yeah. yeah, okay. Nobody except Octavia. Thinks it's a good thing. <laughs> I'm not sure if I worded the note right, but he was upset at the time when he wrote the note. But I've written the note, and I have a little prop for a weekend in the morning when Silver activates his token. His feather token Quiles bird. feather token bird. Yes, Carl's feather token bird. Which I believe involves flipping it in the air like a coin. Awesome. Is it? I'm not sure. I think it was a feather in the air. You throw it in the air, yes, but I didn't know it was like a coin. I think it's a token. Yeah. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Well, it can be a feather. Makes me real good. Anyway, so I have a prop bird, because this is the closest I have to <laughs> Well, that's, that's very octane. And, it's, and it's, it's a note, and he's, he normally carries death notes, but this time he's carrying just a physical proper note. So he's so trying... you source that from the Church of Osmodius. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the Church of Osmodius token looks like. Because yeah. a lot of people have normal feather tokens. Awesome. Oh, come to that. He probably you probably like got it from um, uh, spot a cat girl. Yeah, probably got it from cat girl. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. <laughs> So you are sending it to the Church of Asmodeus? And yeah, um, probably to somewhere where Octavia will get it. Yep. I mean, she's the head of the church. Yeah. You send it to the church address to Octavia. Oh, well, no, I can't address it to her. Right? I have to send it somewhere specific. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you address it. But you can put Octavia in big letters on the piece of paper. Well, I'm trying to make it a little bit ambiguous in case it gets intercepted. Because <laughs> there's a possibility that it's going to get intercepted. So... To Octavia, in brackets, not an assassination attempt. <laughs> Sorry, did I do it too tight? No, no, you're fine. Just don't want to damage uh, this fine Asmodian bird. <laughs> <laughs> you should tell the uh, listeners what it actually is, Susan. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a death god from Death Note. <laughs> what do they call it? Shinigami? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Shinigami. It's Ryuk. Yeah, Ryuk. Ryuk. Yeah. Ryuk. He's a little figurine of Ryuk, and he's is is looking kind of like a. What was it, a goblin or something? With a, the imp. It looks that like is, an imp. That is super <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yep. It's all aged and stained. And, the, yeah. and it's got blotches on it and stuff. Yeah. Because awesome. Silver was upset. 
he's probably got nicer handwriting than me. Um, I'm not used to writing with an ink pen. So, this is taken in by... Well, not by a functionary, because that's what Griff is around for. (laughs) Well, Griff is a functionary, so it's taken in by a very specific functionary. He's supposedly the new heir of the the Mandravius name. Yeah, but he's very much the spare heir. Yeah. So, he comes bustling in, and he's just... Octavia, Octavia, there's a bird here with a message on it that I think is for you. She gives him a slightly withering look and walks over to him. Griforial, how many times must I tell you? Puts a hand on his cheek and sort of puts a hand gently on his cheek, then yeah. one finger under his jaw, and then <laughs> kind of lifts his face up. Yeah. You should call me mother now. <laughs> oh, that's creepy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Griff nods as best he can. Yes. <clears throat> she reads it out loud, and of course, um, we get voiced over. Octavia, we parted on poor feelings, and you deserve better. I promise I will return and talk to you about it. I love you. I never wish things to turn out like they did between us. M.M. Mordell Mandravius. She takes it and holds it close to her heart. Certainly. At least some of the gods are looking out for us then if he's managed to get this message past his captors. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Actually, yeah, because she's seen with being stripped away by... Um, yeah. 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 And, and it's, totally, it's totally all Flora's fault, because yeah, yeah. if, if, if Mordell had chosen this well, very well, it would mean he actually see, wanted to do things that he clearly can't. See, to evil-aligned clerics, good-aligned clerics are the evil ones. Yeah. <laughs> From my perspective, Desna is the evil one. Yeah. Yes, I understand that. Wow, in her eyes, totally like Mother was gonna stay. Yeah. And then Flora yeah. just turned up and just swept him away. Yeah, well, that's that's how it works with, yeah. you know, young woman. <laughs> you know, and it's not gonna make her feel better if she finds out that's not what Silver's doing with his time these days. You know, with the Shiante guy instead. That's, that's, she's not gonna be yeah. more happier with Congratulations, that. Congratulations, you're fantastic. a much more acceptable choice as a, as a poor Varesian girl. <laughs> Over a Shalonte guy. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Nakoda. Well, the thing oh, is, I'm like, so sorry, because she already thought you two were married. So she's super confused. But in all fairness, like, if Octavia's going to try and assassinate one of you, it'd probably then be you, because Nakoda's a bit more fragile and considerably lower level. But yeah. That's true. Yeah, because he's level 4 now versus yeah. us level 10. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. you know, if Octavia makes two, if it makes any more efforts to, you know, kill you, we'll end her. <laughs> Please don't end her. No, that's going to depend. A lesson. That's going to depend very much on how many more times she tries to kill us. Yeah. If you don't want us to kill her, you need to stop her from trying to kill us. <laughs> Specifically, in, in this vicinity, you need to stop her from trying to kill Flora, because that will inspire Jack to homicide. 
fortunately for her, you know, she's very high level and Jack wasn't paying a lot of attention to what was actually going down in there because, you know, she was trying to rescue people and sneak in invisibly and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was some crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was a freaking circus. <laughs> yes, oh. it has been your first week out in the, um, the Cinderlands. Mm-hmm. And night has fallen, and you are sitting in your magnificent little hut. Um, Glorious little hut. Yes. When somebody the one that or, protects us from everything. Well, this or, one just protects us from, you know, having to sleep on the ground. <laughs> somebody or other who I think might have been silver. It was silver, because it was silver like every time. Yeah. Everything something yeah. happened on someone's watch, it was silver. Saw a group of people yes. on the horizon. Yep. Who see your hut because it's pretty self-evident sitting yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People like that have difficulty spotting. Gee, it's a hut surrounded yeah. by miles of featureless wilderness. I wonder if that's a thing. <laughs> I can assure you if we see any huts while we're roaming around the featureless desert, we're going to get them. That's my little dog, Xavier. That's all right. He can catch it on the podcast. Okay. Or you can read the... Oh yeah, you may actually want to admire it because it's beautiful. Yeah. That was an excellent um, letter, Susie. Yeah, I appreciate the aging and the rolling and the squatting. <laughs> well, I thought it would be a little bit more fun to actually have it on the carrier pigeon, but I don't actually have a, a figurine of a bird. I was like, what's the closest I've got? Oh, oh. <laughs> the thing that delivers the death notes is the thing that's closest to a bird. <laughs> It's somehow very appropriate. appropriate. Yeah, yeah, we've agreed that she, the source, the church, the, the, the scroll of the spell from the cat, from the cat girl or from the church of Asmodeus. Because there's no way Shaylin's producing that, that, that sort of, yeah. that looking bird. There's yeah. no beauty in real. It's, 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 uh, it's what's nymph or something. Yeah, it does look like an nymph. <laughs> yeah. So, there are a group of about seven Shawalte, um, <coughs> crossing across the wilderness towards you. Mm. Uh, they appear to be entirely on foot. They are carrying what look like a bunch of rolled up um, rolled up supplies and packs and that sort of thing. And they see the huts. Or what the fuck is Point, point, and start heading towards it. Mm. Um, they... As they get closer, you will see they have weapons out, but not precisely up and ready and pointed at you. It's more, yeah, we, we don't know what this thing is. We're going to approach it cautiously. Mm. Uh, there are seven of them. Most of them are women, um, and they are kind of bald. Yeah. Oh, am I allowed to look at it yeah. like properly, or yeah. are you hiding it? Oh, okay, they look cool. Yeah. So can Silver with his um that's badass. Can Silver with his Shantae knowledge recognize which tribe no, they're from? Made, uh, yeah, I think I've we tried that and we found it spectacular. Oh, okay. yeah, like, yeah, yeah you, you think they're Shantae. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably the um you could probably recognize them if it was daylight, but you've got mm. weak human eyes. <laughs> no, <laughs> weak half elf. Weak half elf eyes and it's dark out there. So they probably like light vision. Yeah. They're not dark vision. <laughs> they are approaching Slowly and cautiously, but not exactly trying to sneak up on the hut or yeah. anything. And you can do as you please here. You can open the door and hail them. You can wake people up. You've got at least a minute before they close on you. I'm going to get Nakoda first um, to see whether or not he knows who they are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> five more minutes. Hey, Nakoda, we've got some Shawante approaching. 
<laughs> Suddenly he's ready. Do you recognise them? Oh, good question. One more. So do you get bonuses for being actually Shawante? Uh, what he gets is a vastly decreased difficulty. Ah. Um, of course I know. That's my art. <laughs> Did not be. It's not his tribe. <laughs> Very specific marriage laws in the way. He looks over out of them. Ah. Uh, I think. Uh, Moon Clan. Oh, okay. Are they are they going to be a problem for us, or...? I don't think so. It, it must be a hunting party moving across here. They live, he sort of points, further off east. Um, he <coughs> says... They deal with outsiders from time to time. I suspect they're more assessing us, curious, than anything else. Anything else, it could be a threat. But no, I don't think they'll attack us on site. Do you think I should wake others up? Well, I think we're about to... I think we're about to be... We're about to be overlooked by a group of Shawante. They know what a house is, they're probably going to come knocking on the door. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll Check start waking Check everyone up. Phone. Yep, excellent. And we p- get, receive the moon plan briefing, I presume? Mm. Yep. Mm. Yep. Okay. Well, should we, like, you know... Go, go say hi. Go see them, you know, but, like, with our weapons, but not actually holding them in our hands? Yeah. I cast major. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> you haven't you haven't got any new spells for the I day, so hopefully you still get some on my armor. Yep. Yeah. doesn't he? Did he help? He sleeps in his armor. They're going to be on you well before you get to that. By the time everyone's woken up, yeah, yeah. The, sort of the, uh, isn't it like rounds. ten minutes to put on your armor? It's yeah. about four. Right. Yeah. Oh, same, yeah. Same. Ten minutes unassisted. All right. So um. All right, so I think we just go outside, unless you want to remain in the hut putting on your armor, but I'm thinking you probably want to... No, but it's also one of those things of... If I need to tank, I need to have my armor. Yeah, yeah, but um, that's the the thing about being woken up in the middle of the night when you wear heavy armor. (laughs) Do you want to wear the studded leather armor I have? Yeah, but that takes time to put on. Much, much much less. less. Okay. So... They approach to within about 100 metres of the hut, and you see the leader of them sort of hold a hand up to the others, and then she calls out loudly, Kelgrish! And picks up a little rock from just a chip of rock and throws it at the door. It makes a thunk noise. Alright, and we will open yeah. the door. Uh, give me a sec, give me a sec. I don't know what Kelgrish means. Here it is. Greetings. Okay. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually kind of yeah, a nice yeah. reading from the looks of that. Um, yep. I just realised that I um, I gave you the sheet of printed languages, so I'm looking where I posted it on the Discord. <laughs> oh, okay. So the GM Shawante can also speak in Shawante. Do you have a list there? Yes. Cool. Go in front of me, you'll find it. Um, Silver, Silver will open the door and go out. I don't know if Nakoda wants to come with them, does he? Want might be. Yeah, want would be a strong word. <laughs> yes, he will come out of the hut behind I, you. I think, yeah. Um, yeah, Silver and Nakota first, then Garen, then the other three of us, given that Flora doesn't have her armor. And the yeah. Shawante woman watch you. Oh. Kalgrish! 
We um we come here in peace. Shall talk, shall make. Now we know who you are, you get hello, outsiders. Yeah, it's a cold, formalized greeting for outsiders. Kel Grish is on the assumption that you might be friendly. Sharatok is more... um, You're very obviously Shamek, whatever else you are. Wait, wait... Kel Grish, we acknowledge your existence. (laughs) You're there. We see you. She will nod to you, then... um, Seeing that you're clearly not monsters, lunatics, or anything else, they will put their weapons away. Mm-hmm. So mine, mine's, mine was already on my back, yeah. so I didn't draw mine. Yeah, mine was just with they're me. They're about the same situation. Because, yeah. unsurprisingly, damn near <coughs> everyone you run into out here is going to be armed because of the hostile monsters thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they, they don't even blink at the fact that you're armed and armored to the teeth. Yeah. Just um, as we have some level of common sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'd be worried if you're like, what? What? No, we're just out here with our bare hands. Mm-hmm. No. Sure. <laughs> Quite a big discharge tape. Running across an old, unarmed man in the middle of the Cinderlands. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they may not, most of them don't have what you'd call intelligence because they haven't got a lot of learning, but they've got wisdom. They know to beware of the old man with a simple stick. It's never a simple stick. And she nods. What brings, what brings you to the Cinderlands? Uh, we are we are trying to find um, uh, skull bar, yeah, thousand bones. Yeah, we're we're trying to contact Thousand Bones. Have you seen their tribe anywhere? Why does the Shamek seek the shaman of the skull bar? We need to talk to him about matters of Corvosa. sort of look to each other and they are largely um, largely neutral to you as opposed to helpful to you but you can make them helpful to you using your vaunted diplomatic skills <laughs> I can act diplomatic I can, it's not as good as scaring but I can diplomatic yeah. in theory you can also intimidate yeah. <laughs> probably not can a great assist idea. yes, certainly Oh, because you're going to slather your eyelashes at them. Yeah. Because well, you don't no. speak Shaun's, eh? No, I'm just going <laughs> to say something in common. Saying but that, um, you can translate you can what she says. Yeah. Okay. Um, Lucy suffer any assistance penalty because she doesn't speak Shaun's, Um Not for the purposes of this, because it's a relatively simple transaction. Excellent. Okay. Like, you're not trying to convince them of anything other than some fairly rudimentary help. I got so, um, 27. You're looking for 10. 9. Oh, what? Yeah, so 29. Hopefully 30 wasn't the threshold I needed to crack. She thinks about this, sort of eyes you all up and down, trying to very much assess, you know, are these people I want to help? Am I just sending a group of murderous outsiders to go kill Thousand Bones? (laughs) They are a motley crew. They are a motley crew. Are any of us the same race? Uh, yeah, um, no, us yeah. two are. No, there no. are two humans in the party. So, I mean, Flora yeah, yeah, and Lucy. Yeah, yeah. yeah those. Okay. No, yeah, yeah those. Flora two. and Lucy are humans. Yeah, you're a half elf, gnome. 
Well, well, I keep and Dakota is I, also human. Of course. Yeah, yeah, I keep thinking of us too as Chalaxian, but I'm a half elf Chalaxian, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. a half breed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do believe I worship one of the same gods they do, so mm-hmm. I think. You do, yes. Mm-hmm. As do I. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I do not, well, I do sort of. Mm-hmm. They sort of and vaguely worship my goddess. She nods. We have not seen Thousand Bones. Or the Skilkwa, but you are in the right lands. They're wrong here. And she will start giving you some vague information about, you know, where they have been and etc. 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 And So they will start giving you some sort of basic information about where they have been, that sort of thing. Um, because you have had an encounter with a Shawante hunting party who knows stuff. Yeah. Uh, you get a hex ticked off automatically, yeah. just Ooh. as if you'd found a bunch of clues. Awesome. Yay. Because they just bypass your tracking by telling you, yeah, we've been to here, and they're not here. Okay. You could trust us, because it's not the way to just troll people into, you know, the monster's mouths. Yeah. There's no real um, percentage in it. Uh, and they have been to D4. D4? Skullcore are not there. Oh, you sunk my submarine. <laughs> it's a small submarine. <laughs> it's a one square submarine. But it's yellow. <laughs> <laughs> um, before the, uh, if we've if we've finished our encounter, I'll I'll um, see them all with um, Tanek Valian. Tanek uh, Valian, may the way guide you. <laughs> And, you know, <laughs> we'll thank them. And, yeah. yeah. You know, we, we, we would offer to share food, but we have gruel, so they don't <laughs> want our gruel. Yeah. And pretty but, much. you know, we can give them some water or something, because yeah. we have lots of that, and that's probably useful. Pr- pretty much satisfied that you are definitely not hostile to the interests that are indeed, you know, friendly people. They vaguely want to help. Mm-hmm. They will basically, um, you know, uh, among other things, they sort of check they sort of check you to to check if you have any goddamn idea what you're doing out here. Don't. It's it's like the you know okay, do you have food? Do you have you know backpacks? You have this hut that um, we magic hut. <laughs> like it wasn't here before, we think. So it's obviously a magical hut of some kind. But um, do they require any healing, or are they all, all no? They're, that? they're pretty confident. Yeah, they will basically then guide you and move off. Yeah, sweet. Non-hostile encounters. Yay! Well, they were nice. I don't use a pin on this. I bet lots of other things down here aren't that nice, but they were nice. So moon show on day. Yep. Non-hostile. Are they no? Are they no matter? They're all good. Oh, uh, this is a hunting party. The yeah. group themselves live basically on your map here. Okay. Basically across the river are their lands. Um, and yes, they are indeed nomadic as well. The majority of the Shawante clans are, if only because um, the land doesn't have a lot of, uh, like you can't make farms or anything like that out here. So when you've hunted out an area, you need to move on and go yeah. grow. Alright, and that is the Lurin Qua. There we go.
Does the night um, feast uneventfully? Yes, it does. Woohoo! Do we cross cross it off? Uh, yep, if you are finished here. Are we finished? Well, we did an investigation if that's what we find in the hex. Yes, yes it is. That is what you find in the hex. Oh, okay, so there it is. So the next one is E3. Yep. So we enter E3 and people make some survival checks. Another clue marker. Yeah. Oh, and seven. There were seven clues. They will, before they move off, they will look over Flora and say something incomprehensible to you and Shawante. Um, the translation that Silver gives you is Mother Moon, watch over your footsteps. Mm-hmm. Oh, same thing, Jack. Uh, and you tick off one that was kind of going to be a gimme with this party. Uh, you earn another respect point with the show off. Yay! Uh, for openly wearing very obvious holy symbols of Desna, Saranrai, or Gosra. Oh, is that nice. one for each of them? No, no it's just one. If, it's if, if anyone in your party satisfies that condition, one of those three deities, then you earn a respect point with the mats. Because I, I know Garen and Flora are very yeah. obviously oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. in fact I'm pretty sure that's one of the Ted's of Sarah Ray. Yeah, yeah. And shockingly enough, uh, the Moon clan you know, <laughs> right. think more of Desna than they do Sarah Ray. Mm-hmm. Whereas <laughs> the Sun clan on the other hand think the other yeah. ones. Yeah. Hey they they worship they like us because we worship cool deities. Yep. True. Team team no one gives a shit about Shaylin. <laughs> At least I have. Uh, hey, I want to get in on this team, Holly, this month. This is one of my dads. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Sh- Shaylin no, has. I don't get respect points for the party because my simple, Holly symbols and things are private. Shaylin has very few followers among the Shawante because survival comes before love. Mm. And, um, you know, survival comes before beauty and art and things. Mm. I don't know. It's sad. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's, Sh- what, that's why they get into it when they get to the city and get to have an actual life. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they get to party finally. Oh, right. Hey, Shaylin would be very well worshipped in Fantasy Paris. Because that's who Nakoda follows, right? The overwhelming majority of people in the D&D universe are polytheistic. It's mm-hmm. just you have what you you often have one deity that you pay more respect to than yeah. others. That's sort of mm-hmm. the one that's primarily aligned. And it's not as if Shaylin's kind of an aggressive deity. So no, no, it, it's like it, it's like ancient Greece. You'd have one deity you'd personally attach to. But you'd still pay respects at certain ceremonies. Yeah. Re- religiously, it's every other god and goddess loves Shailen in their uh, in their own way. Mm-hmm. Some of them in very icky ways. Yeah, yeah. the evil daddies love her in a skeevy way. <laughs> yeah, as, as Modius respects her. Yeah, as yeah. Modius wants to lock her into you know a bridal contract. Oh, okay. <laughs> like you know you will marry me and take these take these oaths and then follow them. <laughs> I and, you know, that, I, I thought that he respected her and what she did. Well, she does. Yes. He does. But, but that's, that's him loving her in his own way. Yeah. Wow. Well, 
And then you get to Rovergun, who also loves Shetland, you know, in his own way. <laughs> you know, he would like to destroy her last. <laughs> <laughs> and once you get once you get to um, the last two and yeah, um, Ogeroth, it's, a whole it's thing not again. a pretty picture. <laughs> uh, Ogerthoa um, wants to make her an undead abomination to make her properly beautiful. Which is not beautiful enough. And, and um, Lamashu wants to turn her into a hideous monster thing for the same reason. Yeah, because those, well, that's what those two people think is most and attractive. And it's like, it she'd be even hotter if she was an abomination. Caden Kalen, god of drinking, just kind of wants to bang her. <laughs> yeah. You know, Aristotle, father of communities, wants her to you know, sort of, sort of straighten up and fly right and stop being so wayward and into free love, but <laughs> recognises that she's a good soul. <laughs> what does Shayla think of her? Because, um... I'm oh, sorry, Senrae. Uh, I can't remember. It, it, I think it's less exciting with de- deities like Shayla and I am Senrae and I am Edie. They just kind of generally think she's awesome, but perhaps could stand to be a touch more martial because they're both very competitive. I wonder what the Yori would think of her. <laughs> He's into uh, personal perfection, isn't he? Mastering yourself. Mastery. Yeah. Personal mastery. That's an interesting one. That's, um, because Aristotle and Shailen, um, while both being very good aligned, don't always get along tremendously well mm. because, um, Aristotle is all about marital commitment mm. and Shailen is all about free love. <laughs> And, yeah, but, uh, no, Shailen, Shailen likes marriage too. Yes, but she's perfect. She's happy for people to find happiness in whatever way works best for them. Whereas yeah. Aristotelians believe that the way that yeah, works the works best for everybody. The best way is everybody. to marry one woman and remain faithful to her. Whereas Shailen's all like, marry a guy, marry a girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, marry a guy, marry a girl. You know, live in a partnership instead of getting married. Whatever works for the two of you, you know, yeah. as long as you're not hurting anyone else, then your love is pure and wonderful. Yeah, I can yeah. imagine the. Uh, Bay lords and ladies would love her, but don't um, sort of compare her to nature. And the fae, lo- the fae ladies would feel she's honing in on their turf. <laughs> they're all supernaturally beautiful and want everyone to bang them. Be like, they'd be like, I really want to hate her, but she's just too damn hot. Anyway, we continue the game of who wants to have sex with the goth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what hex are you in? E3. E3. Cool. Uh oh. <laughs> you explore it. It is full of wasteland terrain. Ooh. Oh, so it's nothing? It's nothing. Okay. Having done a lot of hex exploration, they're not all full of interesting stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, do we want to go E2 and then D1? Yeah, because we're heading to the spit. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the way to, that's the way we want to go to the spit hall. E2. Yep, so we enter E2 and. Uh, Oh yes. Oh, hang on, sorry, we don't... Before you, in fact, enter E2. Okay, that's alright, yep. Although, having done it, we might as well now do the survival checks before we forget to. Yep. Mm -hmm. Particularly seeing Flora just roll extremely well, so... Uh, well, that's good because Nakoda's bringing it to the table. <laughs> uh, so that is two more clues. Yeah, well, um, that puts us to um, we get f- five's the threshold for getting more stuff, Three. isn't it? Or is it three? Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. so we get another clue then, another square. A12 is empty. Wow, right up in the top right hand corner of the map. Yeah. Well, it's we don't have to go there. Well, it's like a long way to walk. Yeah, yeah that was going to be your next destination. We'll just we'll just cut across that way. Just a bit. Well, that's good. It's good to isolate it off the map. 
Yeah. Alright, so in the future we will go to E2 and find some clues and find out about A12. Yeah. But right yeah. now we're still in E3, leaving E3. Yeah. So, as you are walking, um, a voice suddenly speaks to you <coughs> out of midair, and Flora and Jack would both very easily recognize a sending spell going off. Um, which is basically, it's targeted to somebody in the party specifically, but as you're all standing around and it's a verbal yep. message, you hear it out loud. Um, and it is in Ilios's voice. And I just need to pause to... You hear Ilios's voice speak out into mid-air. Um, <coughs> and it says, Jack, hope all is well. I killed an assassin again today. You were right. It does get easier. I can live with it. Oh shit. <laughs> that could be anyone here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could be not an assassin. Oh, exactly. I hope it's not Van Carl. I hope. But... And if you wish to give her 25 words back again, you can. If you um, wish to contact her in dreams, you can. If you wish to um, ignore it entirely, you can. Jack, um is not um, going to waste a perfectly good free spending, so Jack spends a moment. And she's got two words left, though. <laughs> Peace out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, bro. <laughs> What's up? What's up? <laughs> Sorry, if you do it for long enough, it counts as two words. <laughs> Why don't you go over 20 consonants in one word? <laughs> Oh no. <coughs> That's how you break the break the spell. <laughs> Just say the same letter over and over again <laughs> and you let the announcers kind of tell the story. No, no, no. The, th- the way to beat that spell is say it all in one breath because it only counts the spaces between the words. Was it? No. <laughs> you haven't watched Critical Role Campaign 2 where Laura Bailey has that spell and she uses all 25 words <laughs> while her husband sits opposite her and counts them off. <laughs> yeah. And, and Matt Mercer is like, you really don't have to use every 20, all, all the words. Yes, I do. Otherwise it's a waste. And Jack, visibly to the party, flinches and goes a bit white, swallows hard, thinks for a moment. We're all fine, staying in Magic Hut. We haven't found the Skull Choir yet. Stay safe. We'll find a way to help you. Very ambiguous. <laughs> I like, we'll find a way to help you. Yes, a good question. Find a way a contraction count as one word or two? Does what? A contraction count as one word or two? One. one. That's the entire point of a contraction. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's two words contracted into one. Mm-hmm. I've done a bunch of writing courses. I know how to do this. <laughs> All right. How many letters did you? How many words did you tie up? Uh, I had um, about two, two or three left over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that is. That is the yeah. Yeah. yeah, if we um, if if we don't hear from her in a while, I'll probably use the dream one. Yeah. But you know, given yeah. while we've got the free sending spell, we might as well use that. Yeah. I will point out I can prepare it. I think it's my fifth lift, fourth, fourth, fourth level. Spell. You oh. can prepare dream or sending. sending. Cool. So I can prepare it in the morning, and we can send to one one or two people. Right. Cool. That's good to know. Yeah. 
I'd, I'd kind of like to know if Vincala was alive, but I'm that, not That sitting. was what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> he could go into his dream. Yep, or use ascending foot, I think, for right now, pressing all. Yeah, yeah, E2. Cool, so we went, in, and then we went into E2. Yep, and we did the survival check for that. Yep, and so now awesome. we're exploring E2. Which may take a little bit longer, because it looks like it's full of mountain. I don't know, does a mountain area take longer? Yes, indeed it does. Yes, because I read the Discord articles very recently, because I read them over the weekend, because I don't have time to read Discord during the week. <laughs> so instead of two days, it's four. Is, it, is hand, it for a half? half that's, only, that's only three, because it's only half a mountain. Ah, <laughs> sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is mm-hmm. I did read this, but I'm very tired, so I think I've forgotten everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know that was supposed to, but I forgot all the dates. Yeah. Yeah. I've worked 14 hours today. I can't remember my old name. It's Adam. Are you sure it's not Garen? No, Garen Garen wouldn't be this tired, because Garen has a jerk. That's true. (laughs) Wild bears. Of all the things you want to You think I don't wish I could just set my fingers and conjure up a magic card? <laughs> <laughs> of all the things you are not expecting to run across out here, um, in the lovely shadow of the mountain protected from the sun, the worst ravages of the sun and that sort of thing, you see brightly coloured ribbons and bunting and things. Uh, it is about a dozen caravans all laid out in a big wide circle. They're obviously stopped. Uh, and these are pretty trivially, obviously, to follow on Jack for Verizian caravans. Score. Oh, Let's go see it's, the Verizians. A Verizian caravan is essentially a sort of merchant, gypsy merchant train, oh, basically. Oh, nice. And um, Jack will, you know, kind of eye them up cautiously, but at the same time wave and call out hellos and Verizian and things. No. As I imagine, will Flora. <laughs> no. Somebody looks up, covers the covers the sun out of their eyes. And then, hello! Back in Verizian. Yeah. Do you know Verizian? No. Oh, I just heard. Do you know Verizian? Probably not. I I do. I'm just seeing who here speaks it. No. You don't have to walk. No, I don't actually. (laughs) When you head down there, the guy has got the whole silver fox thing working Mm. for him. He's got a moustache that's just going to grey and a neat little t- trim goatee beard that's just going to grey, sort of short cropped hair, dressed in like really lovely bright things, brocaded, very expensive looking, mm. it must be said. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think I know who it is. <laughs> it says hello, travellers. Oh, I think I recognise that voice. I was not expecting to see many I was not expecting to see any of you out here. Hello, hello. Like Marlins, Corvosans, or just traveling? We're from Corvosa. We used to live in the fleet camp out there. Flora still does. Enchanté. <laughs> smiles and kisses your hand. Well, it would seem that you look like you are in pretty good shape to be this far out in the simple hands. You clearly know what you're doing. But should you find yourselves under-equipped in any way, Sandro Visky's merchant train is here to supply you with anything you may desire. All right, now I, I, just, I should know this one. Um, are you Rosalie's there? 
my daughter, Rosalie. Yes, she is down in Corfosa, has made quite a fine living for herself as, of all things, a god. But other than that, she's doing well. <laughs> we oh. know Rosalie. She taught me my yeah, and she, she irritates Garrett all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, I have, you must be the dwarf. <laughs> ah, you're the and you're the father of the princess. <laughs> I, I didn't recognize I didn't recognize you from her descriptor, but you know, squat and hairy can describe so many people. <laughs> I think we'll, we'll switch to tell Dave at this point. <laughs> Uh, fun fact, he doesn't speak till that. Okay, oh, yeah. sure. Alright, we'll be translating for the others yeah. then. Yeah. Aye, aye, and you Because he's from the other part of the region. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. He speaks Minkai. Yeah, you? she speaks Minkai, which yeah. is completely Tian's eye, which is completely useless to you. Yeah. That's right, Tian. Tian. Tian he speaks Tian. He says, Well, any friends of Rosalie's are friends of mine. Please, come in. Have a seat. He will basically pull up a bunch of little fold-out style chairs. He hasn't got a fireplace running here because it's the middle of the day and there's no point. But he's just, it's very much set up around that sort of thing. And he has a bunch of people with him here. He must be traveling with about 20 odd different people. All in different colors and shapes and varieties. Um... And they look like they have a truck ton of stuff with them all oh. crated up in various things. Nice. Did they all make a packet of food? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody wants a meal that's not grilled. <laughs> no, this was a um. So, this this was a, back in the day. It was a sore point how many car- how many caravans had traveling. We have exotic modern goods that we have bought all the way from across the, across the crown of the world in Minkai. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And we can pack such a great deal since the other since the other nagging woman has left. We <laughs> don't have to pack so much food. <laughs> now I run my caravan with a wing and a flare. <laughs> it's worked out for me great thus far, until somebody says make a will save. <laughs> and it turns out cross-classing rogue fighter ninja wasn't so good for my will save. <laughs> How is your reflex save though? Indubitably superb. <laughs> Min Max. <sighs> he was not Min Max. He was good at a wide variety of things. It's just unfortunately none of them was fun. Yeah. So he will basically sit down with you and you know talk about where, where Rosalie's at, and what's happening in Corvosa generally. You know where he's he's basically ticky touring down across the bottom of the Cinderlands, and then he's planning to go across to Caramega. We tell him about a few of the um, squares we've been through. Yep, yep. And then yeah. head out into there. And um, I think, yeah, we'll tell him we're looking for the squall car and we're keen yeah. on it, what he knows about them and that kind of thing. And, you know, probably want to buy some of his stuff and yeah. things like that. It's yeah. pretty obvious from the way he talks about Rosalie. Like, they've got a fairly distant relationship. It's it, There's nothing wrong Literally with it per se, but it's not terribly close. You know, yeah. he's... He's sort of going to Corvosa to see her because he's kind of vaguely ambling in that direction. But he's definitely not, you know, it's been so long since I've seen my yeah. daughter, I have to go and see her kind of thing. They, they live different lives. Very basically. much so. Nice. And yeah, he will yak away to you and um, 
essentially tells you that, you know, if there's anything you want to buy from Sandro's amazing caravans, he's basically got everything. Yeah. He's a walking shop. I totally want to buy some stuff. I don't even know what. Do you have any magic stuff that talks? (laughs) Oh my gosh, you want to take that chance again? (laughs) You wish to meet Soshin, the magical talking flag of House Amatatsu, who speaks like a cool from Samurai Jack. We definitely left. Soshin will definitely be in Minkai flying, probably flying proudly over Amakos house. Hey, House Visky. Disreputable scoundrels. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, he has a wide collection of magic crap as well. If you just magic crap, <laughs> a really? bag of flaming magic dog do. I want to buy. Out. I want to buy, buy um, Minkai and fireworks for my magic shirt. Ah. Well, then we don't see a lot. Of, we don't see a great deal of business in them, but I think we have a crate or two somewhere around. Uh, he sort of looks vague and abstracted, and gestures vaguely with one of the wagons. And one of the people that looks a bit more efficient sort of nods. He goes off, <laughs> ding, 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 fourth crate from the back. Here we are. And do they have any wizard spell books? <laughs> Alas, they do not have any wizard spell books. Bugger. Do they have any scrolls? They have a couple of scrolls of assorted things. Yeah, but they do, do not have, have a list any of things? spell books. Uh, no, he's he's carrying around the the DMG. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I will buy some fireworks, which may come in handy later, so, um... Always good for distraction. I will, um, just mm-hmm. arbitrarily cross off, cross off, say, 200 gold pieces as style thing for them. I happen to know this off the top of my head. The fireworks are 50 gold a throw. Sweet. So, uh, Alright, I'll buy two more throws. <laughs> yep, I'll buy a, yeah, four lots of those. What you're essentially buying there is like a bundle of rocket type things. Yeah, rocket nice. type things. As long as goblins don't use them, it's probably not all that useful to you at this level. But you can actively shoot them at people and start fires. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I mostly just want to have them, but they yeah. may come in handy at some point. Mm-hmm. They're not magical, aren't they? They are not magical. Yes. Yeah. Well, there you go. Always something useful when it's not magical. I might um, lean on you to. Um, Store them in your bag of holding. Yeah, that's not a problem. Because I probably don't want them in my backpack. <laughs> Just they put a star beside it to say they're yes. in there. Pretty lady, do we have diamonds, rubies, sapphires? Mm-hmm. Something to bring out your beautiful eyes, perhaps. No, I need a diamond worth 5,000 grand. Ah, that might be a slightly taller order. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let I'm... me check my inventory. <laughs> Give me a luck check. You're looking at resurrecting somebody. No, that's for Ray's dead in case something goes terribly terribly That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and I think it can be a sack of diamonds as long <laughs> as they e- the value equals 5,000 GP. Well, not one diamond precisely, but if you add the value of these several together... <laughs> if that works, I will buy it. Certainly. <laughs> Alright, um, that should probably be the party, yeah. for party fun, not your personal yeah. supply. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, um, we can all chip in. But that's what the party well, fight is. Yeah. yeah. So I think um, I think it's a very sensible precaution. So let's take five thousand GP out of that. Yeah, that that was just going to be like you can note them down on your character sheet as because yeah. 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 I mean if you want to, I'm going to be the one using them. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I doubt yeah. we're going to run across another cleric who can cast raise dead. Although, you know, in the event that you die, we're going to take the diamonds off your body and try and yeah. find one. You can see about Leori. 
You know, honestly, she is a cleric. In the circumstance that Flora's dead, that may be the plan that we're going with. Yeah. Hey, maybe if we asked our gods really nicely. He's not a cleric. You he's can tell. He's a shaman. You can teleport, right? Yeah. So he, you can teleport yeah, yeah. you and yeah. Flora's body back to the center, back to Flora's house, and find out if she's a yeah. cleric. Yeah. Okay, that's our yeah, emergency Flora's dead plan. Sorry, there's too many people talking. Emergency Flora's dead plan as we teleport back to the city with the diamonds of. Yeah. Lewis, she teleports back to the city with the diamonds of Flora's body. We find out if we already can cast those. I'm just, yeah. I'm just picturing you go through Flora's stuff and find the in the event of my death letter. Yeah. It says, idiots, what you need to do is teleport <laughs> to X location, give this person 5,000 gold. I suppose you could just teleport to the Temple of Forever. Yeah. Uh-huh. That would probably be more logical. Yep. This is very familiar with Temple of Forest. My story's better. <laughs> Um, just a quick one. Um, yes. We've got nine clues here, so that means we've got three squares that we have um, been exposed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So one of them, this one here, was the Shante told us about. Then there's D six A twelve. Yeah. I'm not sure if, if, if G ten yeah, was one of them. Uh-huh. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Anything you've crossed off. Yeah. Yeah, but like one of them was Shante. It yeah. doesn't matter. Doesn't it? Doesn't matter. The Shante hunting party are providing you abstract clues. Yeah, the Shantae one was a bonus one. Which yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Have we have we taken our three? Yes, yes. we've okay. taken we our take, three. We take, we sure. yeah, yeah, cross them off as soon as we get this. We yeah, get yeah. Bit. So yes, we buy fireworks and a large pile of diamonds. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sandru has no idea where the Skullquar or are. Uh, are or even what they are. His yeah. entire sub knowledge of the Shantae boils down to about the fifteen words in Shantae he can he can say, which is very much you know, hello, peace. And selling, buying, this costs X money, you know, and then several different words for styles of coinage that you yeah. accept. And one final one of no refunds, no credits. <laughs> <laughs> with a Verizian caravan. You know, by the time you work out you want the refund, we've already left. <laughs> and credits? Anyone who can teleport after us and find us are the sort of people that we want to refund. <laughs> What do they have in the lines of jewellery? Do they have plenty of jewellery? Oh, yes. <laughs> what happens with jewellery? How, how your much people. is that? <laughs> it depends it's on entirely the what you want to buy. You yeah, can you can get to incredibly elaborate, like, 10,000 gold crowns, like Iliosa. Like a ring or something? Yeah, why don't you describe the kind of ring you want, and then it's very likely that um, yeah, the GM can tell you roughly how much well, it just is. Sneakily and and behind the scenes without Nakoda knowing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. pretty easy to do. There's there's like twelve what twelve caravan, twelve yeah. twenty caravans in this um, train. Yeah. So there is plenty of people, and this you know you're probably stopping here. Yeah, right? yeah. We're going to spend some time at the Verizian caravan. Yeah, That's yeah. Awesome. <laughs> We're searching this era, yes, we are, totally. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not, we're shopping. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we can buy, we, we can, you know, buy, pay some money and have, you know, real Parisian food <laughs> as opposed to magic brawl. <laughs> if they've got food. Huh? Oh, Lucy's going to resupply her coffee. They, they do indeed have food. They are traveling in a much more mundane fashion. They have coffee, yeah. do they? Tell, tell me that they have coffee. How are you going to brew the coffee when you're out and about? Put it in the hot water. Uh-uh. I'm a sorcerer. That's what we have this yeah. jug for. <laughs> You're just gonna put a scorching flame underneath a, cu- a jug just yeah. to make your coffee. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'll create some, she'll take some of the water I've created. And yeah. Then, and then this, is the most, this is the most elaborate hot, tr- like hot drink. 
Yeah, no, no one in this group can do anything mundanely. We have to, heat, we have to create water, then heat it with fireball. You, yeah. do, you do remember the time we got trapped out of well. Yeah. No one's ever going to let us forget Seven and a half thousand gold worth of magical items, no three copper piece rope. But <laughs> in all fairness, rope's like 15 copper pieces. 15 silver pieces. Oh. Clearly, slippers of spider climb are much better <laughs> Hey, I was prepared. <laughs> We're just lucky Chandra had them. I was prepared. I was fine. It was the rest of you that didn't have any. Oh dear. Yeah, well, now, to be fair, it's understandable that Sierra wouldn't have a, a plan. Mm-hmm. Your wisdom score was abysmal. Yeah. yeah. So, depending on what you want to buy, like a, a nice sort of basic um, band with an, ins- with an insignia of some kind on it is only like five gold. Mm. Um, because, you know, it's got about the gold worth in it of a, co- of a gold piece. Yeah. Um, and then you can go all the way to, you know, diamond the size of your head. Yeah, I don't think he's going to want that. Um, What's your current wealth level? Um, I'm wealthy. Uh, so the, okay, the, so the same as you, wealthy. Yeah. So probably a bit something worth around 200 gold. Yeah, what's that? Yeah. So that would be a nice, depending on how you want it, either very well engraved wing ring with a variety of things, or one of those multi gem studded ones that's got like mm. tiny emeralds all the way around, sort of thing. Okay. Um, that's, that's thinking of something that would work well with him, like something that he would want to wear, yeah. like not just he's wearing it because Silver yep. gave it to him, but yep. because he actually wants to wear it. Yep. Um, topaz strikes me as a thing that would be very kind of sun clammy. Mm. Mm. There is such a thing as sunstone. <laughs> there is. Shine. the ring, project light. No, there's an actual stone color. Is there? Yeah. Yes, there is. Uh, there are sun rods from this lot of things. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I'm not sure what it what it's going to look like, but if I if I go 200 gold, yep. and that's mm. and then you can discuss, design what it looks like later. Mm. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. what was uh, Gos- realm again? His domains. Uh, he's, he's, like, he's the wind and wave, so he's a god of weather, nature, um, that sort of thing. So a sunstone, a moonstone, and a sapphire, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know, we'll see. But yes, while, while people are wandering around, someone will skilk off and buy a ring while the coda's not looking. Whereas, um, Garen's gotta do a um, dwarven tradition. He's gonna fleece as many of them under the. By drinking them under the table. Oh, Oddly no. enough, this is also a Varesian tradition. Let's go, farm boy. I have 22 constitution. <laughs> oh, shit. They may drink you oh, under the table. Bring it on, I'm a racial bonus to poison. Oh, my gosh. No. But you don't have a higher... Um, you have an 18 fortitude. No, his fortitude is now higher than Sandra did. <laughs> yeah, but, you know... Sandra all... was my high constitution rogue. Yeah, he, he had Apex, crappy AC... Apex stat, constitution. He had crappy AC, but he had a shitload of hit points. <laughs> That's a really fun way to run a character. <laughs> Which he went through at astonishing rates in every fight. <laughs> I know the feeling. <laughs> Don't worry, though. I have a plan. <laughs> I always have a plan. Don't worry. I have everything under control. I'm sorry, I just saw the uh, future of growth for a second there. So did I. Sandra is much brighter than growth. Yes, that's that's what scares me. (laughs) I believe that. I believe everybody is much brighter than growth. Yeah. Okay, everybody. 
Yeah, but you can't hear us, so we're all good. Would you like to hear about my feelings or just get straight to the feeling? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Griff's actually quite smart. He just applies himself in the wrong way. Yeah. Sandra was also significantly better at finding women who actually wanted to sleep with him and hitting on them. <laughs> okay. And then with the two next. Yeah, okay. So D1. Do we need a roll a search check to search D1? Uh, you still need the survival check to garner whatever clues and facts. Yeah. Ooh, okay. hot fire tonight. Yeah. Twenty-four. Three, so either way, that is two clues. Nice. Yep, so... That's an eleven. Um, so before we leave Sandrew, um, Jack's going to tell him quietly that he should be careful when he goes to Corvosa because the um, Queen's gotten a little bit scary. Yeah. He more or less just completely blows up. All my life, everyone tells me to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a concern. <laughs> He's really good. And he'll be. And. Hey, maybe he'll be Blackjack. <laughs> As you come into this hex. Uh, so, what is happening here is somewhere unseen by you guys. People are trying to scry on you. I'm obviously not going to tell you who, but you, you have like <laughs> several targets of people yeah. who want to scry on you. Uh-huh. Uh, rather than pointing at someone specifically, what I'm going to do is. Um, get you to make a party will save essentially. Ooh. Everyone makes a will save. As a party you either succeed or fail. <laughs> because otherwise the, the, the other obvious one is they just target whoever they think in the party has the weakest will we'll save, save over and over again. Yeah. And everyone else gets exposed by osmosis. Oh dear. Hell yeah, Sagarin didn't make it. Oh, Silver Knight. Has a ring of mind shielding help helpful? Uh, no, it doesn't prevent, it prevents them the reading DC? your line, but it doesn't we prevent don't them know. scrying on you. Yeah, just re- just work out what the number is. Tara got 10. I rolled one. <laughs> 24. <laughs> um, I got um, 14. I rolled so, one. <laughs> black as a party then. Yeah, Ooh. I got 24. <laughs> I yes, yes. No. Susan, it's a party. Uh, I know, but like, did I make it? <laughs> yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I want them all saved. If that only targeted silver. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. You're saying this isn't my thing. And I'm going to do these periodically. It's sort of an amalgamation of how much the people who are scrying on you know where you are and what you're doing. Yeah, that's blah, blah, fine. Blah. Uh, okay, so you are in deedly deedly dee. Uh, D1. My mighty mouth. And that was E2, E2, E2. So you are not going to find that one in the counter in D1. So I have now prepared sending. Oh, yeah. Put sending down almost. So when we stop. Yeah, so post mountain we can um, potentially use a sending if we want to talk to someone. So. Do we know that somebody's scrying on us? Don't no. Okay. Just as players, we know. Yeah. The, the the will save, I think, is more of a passive thing. Yeah. Right. It's not necessarily something we pick up on. Probably the assassins. Mm. Yeah. <coughs> well, Octavia. Mm. Yeah. 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 The thing is, I can think of at least three different people who have reason <laughs> to be scrying on you, and that's just without trying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the thing is, it's not necessarily a bad thing if the assassins yeah. do find us while we're out here. Yeah. 
Yeah. We've only got one NPC to protect out okay. here, mm-hmm. and we've got an alarmed house. So, yeah. what would be the scariest is if we're all if we're dreaming, one, we're sleeping one night, and as we're as we're drifting off to sleep, all we suddenly hear this very quietly. Hello. I've been bought back from the dead for two books now, just waiting for my reading. It's going to happen in every book. Damn it! I I got pissed off with the Church of Urgothal and joined the Red Mantis Assassins. No. I learned I learned secrets from this guy called a Sith Lord. Yeah, and I. We uh, and I, we got a lot in common. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, the good news is you do not have to search this hex because it is collect. It is forbidden. So oh. unless something terribly extraordinary is happening, the Shuante are not going to be here. Yeah. Okay. Um, as you start approaching this area, the, it is transparently easy to see what can only be the spindle horn. Um, because you can see you're in mountains, you haven't got beautiful visibility everywhere anymore. Nonetheless, you can see something poking out up, 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 up. It is four times the height of the nearest mountain to it. Uh, and to give you a reference point here, it's basically the sky tower times about a hundred. Wow. Yeah. So it is going up, um, you know, cloud level kind of thing. Um, and as you start to approach it, Nakoda will, you know, as he's sort of walking, as he's riding along and sort of checking the land and stopping periodically to check the wind and that sort of thing, his horse just kind of trails to a stop. He's looking up at it. So that, that, that must be the spindle horn off in the distance there. Um, the Skullquire won't be here. This is this is Kalek. Uh, the Shawante are not supposed to be here. I don't I don't know why. It just it, it's forbidden to the way. Are you okay? I. It's it's just some silly. Shawante superstition. I'm, I'm a corvosan. I don't need to be afraid of this thing. I just, it's Kalek. Silver's gonna go up to him and. Um, Sing a, a, a quiet song uh, and inspire courage. Um, I don't know what to say. Well, um, what about that? Um, that um, we don't have to live in fear. One. Yeah. Um, where's my words for that? Let's oh, okay. Jeez, you heard them really quick. Get them um, a nice, convenient, small piece of paper. Um. We gotta keep hope for Corvosa. It makes a bigger difference when we stick together. We got each other, and that's a lot for us. We'll give it a shot. 
start walking towards it. Yep. Take my hand, we'll make it I swear. Never live in fear. Never live in fear. Well, that's a nice, that's a nice, th- those words are very appropriate to this juncture. Yep. <laughs> so, um, Silver, you know Nakoda more than well enough to read what you, you just, you blast the, your six yeah, point yeah. of check without even rolling. Yeah. Um, it's it's very much a part of him thinks that he should just be able to throw this off because he's you know a city dweller and not really a Shawante fucking Shawante anyway. They kicked mm-hmm. him out and you know their rules shouldn't mean anything to him, so he should be able to do this. On the other hand, it's just it's been so heavily ingrained into him from childhood that this is the thing that you do not do. Yeah, and unlike um. Unlike his homosexuality, you know, going to the spindle horn is not something he feels particularly strongly about, so he's, he's not exactly desperate for a fight, you know, to go there. Yeah. But it's very much the old part of him warring with the new part of him, and part of him has always got that thing of, um, you know, if you've been raised hardcore Catholic, then you end up with certain things that are ingrained into you, even if you no longer believe mm. in them, kind of thing. Yeah. That's this. So he. He, like, he very much doesn't want to go to the Spindlehorn, but he feels like he should make himself just to prove that he can, kind of thing. Uh, and he will actively need to be pushed on this, so somebody will need to give me a diplomacy check, but Silver can add a plus two to this because he's singing awesome bard songs. Yay! <laughs> okay, diplomacy. Oh, I got an 11. Um... So that's 25 plus 3, was it? Yep. 28. I flutter my eyelashes, does he approve? <laughs> and he will nod, sort of swallow and ride on slowly. He's obviously uncomfortable, but he's he's pushing himself to do it. Yay. Oh, I feel bad. So the thing is, is we can't leave him outside yeah, with the yeah, horses. Yeah, like, I don't think, um, you know, like, I don't think we need him to go to the Spindle Horn specifically, but I don't think leaving him on his own down here is yeah. a particularly safe plan. And the the taboo is not so much specifically on that particular tower. It's the tower and, you know, the area around it is also yeah. forbidden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, he rides on to the Spindle Horn. Yeah. And you can ride straight up to this. The tower is not enormously wide. It's at best a couple of hundred metres wide. It's made of a, of a vaguely jade-looking rock, sort of greenish, that seems to glow oddly when the sun reflects off it. And the only thing that is on it is this spiral staircase. It is not particularly wide. It's just big enough for about a people to go up single file, and it goes up, as far as you can see, just spiraling endlessly around this giant stone column. Oh good, there's a staircase. Cool, says Jack, and starts up immediately. Gara's going to take a look at the stone and see what he can figure out about it. Dwarven stone based coming. (laughs) So what would that be? Would that be engineering, or... Uh, yeah, I'll take engineering, unless you're a proficient stoneologist. Geologist, that would be. No, you only do metal. That's 20. 
What is it with you this time? Oh, dwarf. <laughs> so, yeah, it's... You sort of go over, sort of knock at it, look at it. The stone is very, very solidly built. You don't think it's necessarily indestructible, but you would have to absolutely wail away on this for several hours with your Earthbreaker to just start to chip at it. Um, it looks like it is heavily weather-resistant. Um, and you suspect the stone itself has been actively enchanted to remain untouched by time and the elements and that sort of thing. Because, you know, this um, this belongs to something called the Thessalonian Empire, which is thousands of years old and predates everything in the campaign, effectively. I'd bad acknowledge it. <laughs> uh, you... Uh, Garen has already made his knowledge civilization role based on the... Um, so you, you already know everything you were going to learn about okay. this. It's essentially a mystery. Nobody knows why this thing was built or why it's still standing here. Mm. Yay for the GM high <laughs> rolls and Darren's ridiculously high on civilization. It does look kind of intimidating to climb, though, because there are stairs, but, you know, only a thin staircase between you and falling 60,000 foot to your horrible death. Do we have feather fall? Do. <laughs> I, I, huh? uh, Jack has prepared it yesterday for today because I can knew we'd be... Can I have a... Uh, sure. In if, if theory, I can teleport me there. <laughs> if, if, um, I don't know if in theory is actually... Yeah, although... I, I don't think it calls it out, so you would still have to go by the laws of terminal velocity. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, you start falling, you teleport, and you finish falling. You would need to teleport quickly before you got too much speed. Yeah, right. sadly you can't, like, change the direction you're falling, so you're falling down and then falling up. Yeah. Duration until landing. Or nice. one round per level. Uh, Fun fact, if you fall off the top of this... You'll need to cast Feather Fall when you are further down instead of at the top <laughs> yes. because its duration will run out before you hit the ground. And yeah, this is why you buy rigs of it. It does not come up a lot because you don't tend to have Jeez, rigs that you yes. fall. You don't, you don't tend to fall from orbit very often. How long does Spider Climb last? Ten minutes a level. So that's not going to last long enough, is it? Well, you don't need it, oh, it, it because we've got a staircase. You just need yeah. to not fall off. Can I dimension door out there? Uh, I think it's going to be too far. You could dimension door some of the way yes, out. Yes, you could indeed dimension door some of the way out. Yeah, yeah Garrett's not afraid. Because that's true. He can probably survive the fall certain <laughs> degree. That, that, that's a good. That's another thing, isn't it? If he falls off and he knows he's going to die, he's still not going to be afraid. He's going to be like, huh, I'm about to die. This is mildly concerned. The thing is, is I can't... We, we, I don't think we can get... Because I, I don't think I can teleport us. Uh, yeah, well, uh, when a spell duration yeah, expires, a normal rate of falling resumes. Yeah. So that's um, nine, nine rounds. I don't know how long you'd be falling, how many rounds you'd be falling if you fell off a giant tower. <laughs> One round is how many seconds? Six. Yeah, how many rounds? Six how many levels do we have to be to cast that and not die? <laughs> <laughs> if the answer's next, <laughs> there are ten rounds. I can do ten rounds. 
This is why. Who else has Featherfall besides me once? Nope. Um, I have Fly, which is what I was going to cast on myself. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, that will certainly solve your problem. Yeah, but how long does that last? A lot. Uh, I think it'll. Well, I mean, possibly not that long, but you can cast it on the way down. <laughs> and then that will definitely last long. You guys have familiars. What does the familiars go up? It's um one minute per level. And Jack's perfectly happy to climb it. So is Garrett. I'm happy to climb it. I'm just also trying to think of ways of yeah. I think the making it at least less of a. I mean, the thing is, if you for, I mean, fly as a standard action, you can absolutely cast it on the way down, and then that's a minute per level, so okay. you'll be completely fine. So, to give you a measurement that people will possibly understand, this thing is a little shy of ten kilometers tall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, so it is going to take you a couple of hours to walk up there. Yeah. Yeah, Carl's yeah. quite happy to do that. Yep. Um, flying is actually substantively quicker because you don't have to go round and round and no, round. round. And likewise with spider climb, you just go straight up the side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as I don't know fly, and I am an acro- I, I have a moderate amount of acrobatics and routinely climb things. There's a staircase and I'm smaller than average so it's wider for me. (laughs) I think by this point a spider climb would actually get you up there because that's um, 10th level so that's 100 minutes which would definitely get you up there. Okay. Um, You probably need another one to come back down again. (laughs) Yeah. Core, just jump. Yep. It's fine. You've got the better point. I've got a better old land on. Oh, that's awesome. So if you did have a ring of feather fall, you could just jump off the top. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Eh? It'd just take a while to get down. Yeah, but that would be awesome. I would totally do that if I had a ring or of feather Or if you were a fourth level or higher bunk. Yeah. Ah. What? You could just jump and not die. You wall yeah, run, yeah, I believe. Yeah, uh, they get um, feather fall at will, basically. Yeah. Um, because they're so acrobatic that you fall off a thing and just land on your feet like a cat. So you just jump off the side of this, and using your amazing tumbling powers, you're fine when you hit the bottom. Wow. Well, a lot of these monk things, you have to remember this, these are supernatural abilities, like wizard spells, they're yep. just very body-focused, because otherwise... Yeah. At the point where a woman can not just outrun a horse, but run a horse into the ground. <laughs> tuck and roll, people. Tuck and roll. You've got to wonder how that's working. And then you remember that one of the spells stops... That one of the monk abilities stops them aging, and you go, okay, so it's magic. <laughs> so, Makoto sort of looks up at it. Well, I don't think we're getting the horses up there. Oh. No, so maybe some people stay on the bottom and some people climb? So we're not leaving people on their own down here? I'll stay. <laughs> like, Nakoda and Lucy could stay with the horses? Yeah. Well, I'm not very good at spotting things, so maybe I should stay down here. Well, that's a, you can keep, you know, Lucy and Nakoda could maybe use someone else backing them up if some monster does attack. Yeah. Laura, you, you might want to take off your armor before you try climbing up it. It'll make it easier for you to climb if you do run into any trouble and start slipping or anything. I don't think you would, but you should. <laughs> <laughs> what does matter to you? What are you saying about if my armor lasts? me like a second skin. Yeah. <laughs> We're splitting the party, people. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> well, in the plan, event, like, I have one use of Featherfall, 
If one person falls off, I can help them. If two people fall off, we're really bugging. The less people so making this, the better, really. Basically, the challenge here is climb this thing, and then at the top you'll get perception checks to yep. see what you see. There's a certain minimal level of success you get anyway. Yeah, well, Jack definitely wants, as one of the best perceptors in the party, Jack yeah. definitely wants to climb it. Yeah, and Nakoda is also a pretty good perceptor, but he's not all that keen to climb it. I, I think no. we've towed Nakoda through the hex. He doesn't have to climb the... Um, Creepy curse tower. Darren yeah. just wants to see the view from the top. <laughs> Are you doing that? What? Sorry? You, you appear to be staring fixedly at me. You're beautiful. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, my perception is five, so only so. I have a magnifying well. glass that, that's for sure it's being distance, isn't it? <laughs> no, that's a spyglass. Oh, okay. we, did, we could have bought a spyglass. A spyglass is a telescope. Well, I suggested that we could get one, but everyone was all like, no. It's a thousand gold. Yeah, I don't remember you suggesting that. You suggested we get a magnifying glass. Yeah, sorry, we I, about I was it. talking. I meant a spyglass. All right, well that wasn't clear. <laughs> that's okay. That's what I that's thought fine. I was. That's what I thought yeah. I was getting I, when I got it. It's three or be all green up. That should be okay. Yeah. Yeah. What does a magnifying glass do? It helps you see th- search things that are close yeah. by. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like a normal magnifying glass. You know what normal magnifying glass is? Mm-hmm. It's that. It's that. Yeah. So like looking at things that are like tiny. Yeah. Okay. Like tracks and stuff. Okay, well, I have one of those. Yeah. I didn't mean to get one of those. I meant to get a spyglass. <laughs> I can totally see Silver rocking down the store. He's like, I'm going out into the wilderness. Give me a magnifying glass. That's shocking. He's like, sure, sail to sail. Well, among other things, you know, you can use it to, like, read tracks or search dungeons yeah, or yeah. things like that. You just can't look at it to look off. You know, it, yeah. so it is actually useful in the wilderness. It's just not useful for this specific purpose. Or yeah, that's explosive fine. explosive runes. Yeah. Yeah, just the whole tower is covered in explosive runes. Stupid explosive runes traps. (laughs) Okay, so who's going up the spindle horn? Team Holy and Jack. Team Holy and Jack. Yeah. That sounds like an awesome dad name. (laughs) You can send a message down to me if you need my help, and I'll use the spider pit climb to get back up to you. Sure. Of all things. of course, in Garen's emergency bag, he has spider climb. Before <laughs> he gets into trouble up there. Exactly. Yeah. Plus, he so has his ta- Are you taking off the armor for this? Yeah. Yay! You can use um, the stud leather I've got in my I'll, bag. I'll probably put that on. Yeah. I don't really think it's a good idea. I go up completely unarmored. It yeah. is. You could actually be borrowing the stud leather to sleep in. It's armor you can sleep in, and then you have yeah. some bonus in the night. Yeah. You can actually keep it if you want. I mean, I sleep in my current sleeps in his plate now nowadays. So I don't think I need. Do you need some battle map stuff? No. All I need is watching. Oh. You can borrow it. Borrow it for the trip. Yeah, we'll order you guys. All right. I'd like to be out the front unless um, it's somebody else particularly wants to be. No. So yeah. Garen and and four at the rear end. I think Garen should be protected. Okay. Yeah. Plus, um, you know, this there's a weight issue here. Like, if I fall onto Flora, she can conceivably catch me. Yeah. If um, Garen falls into both of us and lock both of us off, like, the one of us. So it's yeah. height order. So you... No, Flora's taller. Mass order, then. Yeah, mass order. You you walk up, and th- at the start, this is pretty easy going. Yeah. The stairs are nicely built to about the size of a medium-sized human creature's footprint. And they're all very precisely made, all of the same sort of width, curvature, that sort of thing. And again, none of this looks particularly aged or weathered or broken by time or anything. 
And so you just kind of go up and go up and go up a bit. Now you've got this nice, lovely view down at the party. You can sort of see Nakoda and Lucy and Silver are still recognisable as rainbow dot, shirtless dot, you know, black, long black hair dot. I don't think Nakoda probably is. We agreed he'd wear a shirt in the Sunderlands. Ah, but he's he's taken it off so that he can fan the horses with it. Uh, (laughs) Because that's what happens. I left water down there. I don't need to be fan. Silver and Lucy getting a show. (laughs) It just happens. (laughs) I swear I was wearing a wind gust. I don't even ask him. He just takes his shirt off for me. Oh no, I have a tardy tear in my sleeve. I better take it off to repair it. Remember that fight? we had with the gargoyles I've just realised it's okay I have another 20 more or Jack will wave to Flora (laughs) tiny little figure I'm uh, sorry very true rainbow dot that's true Jack will wave to silver I got confused about which rainbow person was down there and then even they pass out of sight as you continue up and it's it's about at this point that it starts to get kind of unnerving for people that aren't Garan because there's nothing remotely resembling a handhold here, no rail, and the tower is almost frictionlessly smooth. You put a hand on it, and it offers you almost no support to balance up there. Mm. And so, uh, at this point, I will call for an athletics check for everyone to climb this fairly rudimentary, but somewhat different. Um, so you think we'll walk there. Eight. Eighteen. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're bowling for Garen. <laughs> Nine. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. I had to tell you two, if I have to, if I have to choose to, to save one of you, it's going to be her. <laughs> well, we'll go back. Nine? Uh, yeah, I... Now, have you factored in that you're not wearing the armour and you don't have to subtract a big chunk for armour check? Yeah, you're only minus one instead of oh, you. Oh, okay. Okay, so two of you hit the difficulty ten to climb stairs with no railing. Yay! Um, Almost close. Garrett, on the other hand, is stepping up and focusing oh, no. a little too much on the stonework. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's such fascinating stone, and it, oh, look at this rustic yeah. architecture. Yeah, there's, there's no. <laughs> There's, there's no sign of construction or anything here. It's, it's not like you've stuck a bunch of stone on top of each other. It looks like they kind of just carved it out of one massive piece. Oh, and not even any worlds. Yeah. And as you're walking up, you miss a step. And can you make me a reflex save? Oh, this will be interesting. <laughs> Fourteen. As Garen stumbles, slips, and falls off the side of the spindle. <laughs> Do you want to re-roll that? Uh, How high up are we? This shouldn't be funny, but Uh, like it's funny. I need to look up falling damage now. Uh, For fuck's sake, Skaran. You had one job to do, and look at where you're going. He was here for a freaking sightseeing tour. (laughs) And then he became a pancake. A metal pancake. A mithril pancake. (laughs) The two of you will always say this. Ah! I'm alright. I've got a lot of head fights. Well, as he falls off, I'm finding out if he's re-rolling it, and then if not, I'm casting physical. Hold on, I'm looking at... Seeing how high we are first. Yeah. 
He might survive it, actually. He's got... Well, he, uh, he quite certainly will survive it. Yeah. Because it's a maximum of 20 BC. Uh, <clears throat> okay, yeah. You only need to be 200 foot up before you hit your maximum of 20 BC. You have long surpassed that. Ah, I see. Um, however, you are entitled to... A climb check of some capacity. Uh, catch oh, yourself. Yeah. Okay. On the frictionless tower on the way down. Oh, the stairs. Uh-oh. However, it's practically impossible to catch yourself while falling. Make a climb check of the walls DC plus twenty. So that is only a thirty difficulty athletics check to catch yourself. No, oh, can't do no. it. Uh, the other two of you also get the same. Uh, sorry, only Flora gets this because Garen is in the back. She's the only one that has a chance to grab his hand, and I yep. presume you also can't hit a difficulty 30 athletics check. Okay. Alright, so are you re-rolling your um, climb DC, or are you using the party's only resource of feather fall? <laughs> so you're rotating more than mine. He's not going to He is going to die. Hold oh, on. I've got a good chance of living. I mean, maximum is 120, so that's 22 above my HP. Yeah, so average damage, you're fine. Didn't you prepare Featherfall for this? Yes, I've got one use of it. Do you want to waste it on Well, I'm kind of hoping he's going to avoid the need by making his reflex save. Given that he has hero points. I vote to just fall off, suck the damage, and stand up with the most hardcore dwarf in the world. I know. Well, I've got to tell you that Jack's calculations about casting Featherfall will not be based on... It will be based on a party member so falling 20, to his potential death, not so um, whether times the, I think he can survive. No, it's 20 times 3.5 on average. Do I have enough time before hitting the ground to pull out my grappling hook? Uh, no, you fall okay, real so you, quick. you aren't going to make it? No, again. no, I'm not going to waste your resource. It's average, okay. average 70 damage. Okay. Right, so we're going to need cards out. Yep. I will dig them out. 120 is like maximum. I don't say if you don't. I do find it amusing, though, that Garen could actually survive this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At, at this point, however, you've missed the re-roll on the climb check. Yeah. As we've already established, he's walked up, yeah. missed a step, stumbled. Right, so... You're now rolling as the reflex save. Yeah. Yeah. To basically stumble and catch yourself. Yeah, alright, so who's got the keep? The forge. Oh, sorry. Um, I have forge. Yep. And the paladin. Yep. Cool. Alright, how many cards do you have? Okay. Give me a reflex card. <laughs> okay. Two cards for me. Quite I'm scared of using so this one. So it's two cards for one. Ah. Mm-hmm. The wedge. Sorry, I should have said one extra. Yeah, that, that's what everyone else is doing with their cards. Your system is not necessarily less valid, but everyone else is doing it the way. <laughs> yeah. Can we have a role-playing game where we each had a different system for doing a specific yes, thing. Yes, it was, it was our first pulp game, and we all coloured it, we all had the dice, and we all coloured it in differently. Ah, so that's right. Yes. 
So no one could re- when he, someone was away for a session, no one could read anybody else's yeah. character. Yeah. Some of us coloured it in up to the thing, and some of us and some of us draw, drew t- t- Tyrannosaurus Rex as one of the characters. <laughs> Very anatomically. Because my cat was riding a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Okay. Harry Tristan would be proud. Yep. All right, Adam. What are you spending? I am spending the Demon Lantern. Yep. And you're on a fourteen. Yep. Okay. You pass. Yeah. You roll a d6 and add one to it <laughs> and achieve a difficulty of 15. Good. All right. And so, Garen stumbles, just, just sort of misses a step, you know, and stumbles, and for one terrifying moment to everyone else, except Garen, who can't feel fear, <laughs> you are leaning out over the edge of infinity and just staring down at this, and then you sort of pinwheel... Wobble, 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 and pull yourself centre of balance back, and roll back on your feet, and stop on the stairs. And Jack oh. abruptly breaks off what was evidently about to be a cast of feather fall. Ah, uh, okay, maybe you should go, big heavy dwarf should go back down, <laughs> instead of keeping going up. Why? Why? Oh... I'll make as big a crater from up there as I would from down here. Yes, but if you start down now, you can be safely on the ground by the time we're at the top and, and you won't fall off and die. <laughs> fall off and die? Last me! Ah, I've never heard such a thing. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh, you tow him down. <laughs> Have you just gone ahead of us? Yep. Did you just go ahead? Yep, he ran ahead. Well, I'm leaving a bit of a gap so he doesn't knock me off. Fortunately, I'm not going to... Your climb check rides. I'm not going to force you to make a whole string of them to get up here. As soon as you pass it, it rides all the way till circumstances change. Yay! You know, wind elementals attack you halfway up or whatever. So Garen only misses the one step and nearly falls to his death for once. Yep. After that, he's more careful and he's paying attention to the steps. Then, sort of, two hours odd of climbing have passed, and anyone here who has done any sort of stair climbing knows this gets exhausting. Endurance rolls. And it passes. So, I will now call for a constitution check from everyone. If you have endurance, you are adding a plus eight to this. Woohoo! 41. Yeah. <laughs> this is just a fort save? No, no constitution. constitution. So add your total constitution to the armor or the dice. Twenty one. Uh twenty four twenty five. So constitution and fortitude saves, um share a lot of similar ground, but this is one of the purely fa- pure fatigue things. Mm-hmm. It's how long can you keep doing this? Garen's running off pure dwarven indignation. Yeah. So, Garen, by the time you get to the top, you're you're is that just one drop? Yeah, you have officially broken a sweat doing this by <laughs> one drop. You know, but that's it. You're not even breathing hard when you get to the top. <laughs> like it's fine. You've climbed for three hours. Up, a, up thousands of stairs in the merciless <laughs> heat. That's all good. Wow. I love Garen. 
Jack, when you get to the top, you're sort of you're definitely feeling like like you just walked up three hours of stairs. Um, but you're okay in the yeah, largest. Because I'm a tough gnome. <laughs> and Flora, when you get up there, you're definitely <sighs> ready for my sleep. <laughs> Somebody can carry me on the way down. <laughs> but you have all made it to the top of the spindle horn. Yeah. I thought then we cut we cut to below when Dakota's sort of leaning. Dakota's leaning worriedly over to Lucy. If they fall, based on how the sound moves, they might actually hit before we even hear them scream. And to be clear, we wouldn't need to bury them, at least until the entrails have been feasted on, right? <laughs> we need some of it left over for the resurrection. This is why the short day don't we'll travel with ravens. <laughs> <laughs> also, why we don't associate oh. with the raven clan. They're <laughs> weird. I'm assuming that Majinko came up with me because, you know, In he could fly. But of course, I have nothing to fear from the spindle horn. I can fly like an ordinary shiro dragon, which I am. <laughs> He has the psychological advantage. And fortuitously, I get, as you're familiar, I get to share in your checks. So I am also <laughs> somewhat tired, but not exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> well, Why would he, he be exhausted? Off. He's riding on her the whole time. I figured he's, uh, he hops out and flies around periodically <laughs> to get a look at the view and then sits back on my shoulder. <laughs> But I've got to point out, even for a tiny gnome as tiny as I am, a pseudo-dragon does not exactly weigh a ton, particularly a tiny, runny pseudo-dragon. When you get up to the top of it, there is a plateau up here where the thing just, the stairs just stop, and you are standing on this completely flat and completely featureless um, surface, completely flat and completely featureless surface up here. It also doesn't have any safety rails. On the other hand, it's a couple of hundred meters across, so versus the stairs, it's yeah. this gigantic, you know, room that you could live in and run around on and dance on without standing close to the edge and falling to a horrible, horrible death. Jack says we runs across and does um, two somersaults. Yeah. And it is not well, I'm an acrobat. It's it's not excessively windy up here, but you're still high up, so it's definitely hair blowing in the wind kind of thing. And none of you have uh, jack shit to know whether this is natural wind or not. Um, so then you are looking out over the Cinderlands, and you have a majestic view. So, for starters, uh, whether you achieve any successes at your perception check or not, you hit the minimal level of success, which eliminates a bunch of hexes for you. Uh, these are all ones by the spindle horn, because it's about how far you can see out from here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, you've done E2, haven't you? Yeah. Right, so C2 and D2. C2 and D2. Both have nothing in them. Mm-hmm. Um and then there will be more information shortly. And at this point, I will call for perception checks from each of you. You can team up on this if you so desire. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack, you get two bites of the apple because Majenko shares your perception and can actively tell you information. Sweet. Um, and Flora, you are at a minus five penalty for being tired. 
can we aid or? Yes, you may all team up and make okay. one giant aid roll if you so well, choose. I will. I won't. Can't roll very high, so I'll aid you. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> get minus one percent. Are you gonna hand me here? The worst that Garen sees is, you know, there's mountains over there and some plains over there. Oh, I do eight. Okay, um, well, I crit fumble and I'm not okay with it. Um, (laughs) so I am going to spin the mountain mare. Yep. Does that give bonuses? Because she's on, she is a mountain It it isn't a strength card, so. No, but it is. Is it a shanty? But it is the card of the shanty. It is the card of the shanty and the card of the adventure. Ooh, there so we are. Yes. Two free rerolls? Yes. Excellent. Okay, so that's a six, which is better, and now I'm changing dice. And then Magento also gets one. Okay. Oh, yes. Natural 20. Natural 20 for my one, and then for Magento's. Magento's not going to do better than that. No. So, what does that give you? Um, did you two both make your age? Yes. Okay, um. Uh, you want me to add it up? No, I just need to actually find out which one of these is my perception. My character portrait is hiding. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. 29. Nice. Good. You only have 5 in perception. Only have 5 in perception? Yeah, because you're getting a plus 2 bonus from each of us, so that's plus 4. Yes, and I, have, yes and I only have 5 in perception. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right, you have to spend a lot of points on various things when you're trying to get into your prestige class. Yes, I had to spend a bunch of points on escape artist, and as a spellcasting expert uh, combined in full rogue uh, full rogue larceny and st- uh, stealth monkey I, with acrobatics and uh, athletics I actually have a lot of things I'm trying to spend for those ones. It's all very well with people that only I have only one point in a skill and everyone expects them to be an expert at one so, thing. The three of you with Majenko supervising <laughs> gaze out across the plains and see what you can see. Uh, so E1 is not an empty hex, but it does not contain Shalante. Um, what Jack can see in it is a bunch of winged dragon-like creatures um, roaming around in there, which you can see close enough with your perception to get their wyverns. Oh dear. Um, oh, so it's some sort of like wyvern Wyvernary. territory or hunting ground yeah, or yeah, something in that neighbourhood. Cool, that's so it's, it's, know without it's, going in there. It's not empty, but what you are looking for is not in there. You yeah. can go in, and yeah. your only your your only real percentage in doing so is that you're then entitled to another survival check to knock off other hexes. But, we but can, you could also just avoid it because it's full of dangerous wyverns. And you know, it's we can yep. get the survival checks for going into hexes that might actually have the shantay in them. Yeah, we're not going in there. Okay, uh, if you haven't already eliminated B one, you can because that is all water. Yeah, we already passed yeah. it off. Yeah. Okay, so Jack, you gaze out and you see. Little signs of movement that look like, you know, animals and just miscellaneous scenery and that sort of thing. You're expecting to see either a hunting party of vague people shapes moving or a big group of people, one of the two. Uh, you do not see much of that. Uh, what you see in A1, A2, and A3 is there is nothing, nothing, and nothing. No, it's A1, A1, A2, A3. Yes. Uh, B2, if you haven't done that one, is nothing. Eliminating some mountains you need to explore. C3 is nothing. Yes, get rid of all those mountain squares. Not all of them. D3 is nothing. D3 is nothing. Nice. Um, B3 and C4. 
let him work it out. Uh, so in B3 there is something, okay. and you can either have B3 and C4, and I will tell you there's something in there and um, tell you what's in C4 or not. Um, or you can, or I can tell you what's in B3, i.e. you spend more time looking at it and see it more clearly. You don't have enough successes to get them both. Um, Alright, well I'll say let's find out what's in B3. Yep. Because C4's, can we, we can do all the way, potentially walk through all the yeah, way Yeah, so out. what the GM's telling you is there's a thing there that you could go and poke and find out what it is yourself, or you could um, uh, t- learn what's there before you walk into it. Yep, sounds good. Sure. Because if it's the equivalent to an army of wyverns, we can bypass walking through it at all. Mm. Okay. So. And if it's, you know, some kind of cool ancient ruins with potentially Iliosa demon killing artifacts. There's can... definitely nothing, no buildings or anything in there. It looks like it's a vaguely rocky, um, somewhat canyony area. It does look like there are vague sources of water in there, little pools and that sort of thing. Uh, and when you look at it, people can give me a knowledge nature check. Nope. Does anyone have knowledge nature? Not up here. I do. <laughs> okay. Uh, Silver! <laughs> oh, we're watching it! We're 20 miles in right, that direction. Well, I, can, I can roll it untrained. Yeah. yeah. Trained is about the only way we can do it. So that's at a minus 5, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Hello. Uh, 12. 15. Yeah. So what you see at first are a bunch of bones. Is this B3 or C4? B3. B3. Hard to tell from this distance whether they're people or animals. It's just sort of the sun sparkling off bleached white things from here to here. Um, When you look around, you don't see any large creatures or anything in there. It looks like an area where there's a predator of some kind. Things are going in there and dying. But there's no signs of any sort of you know, lion, dragon, large creature, anything like that. There's not even movement you can see, and then you start sort of thinking about movement that you can't see. Um, so there is something in there that's very little and very dangerous, like yeah. a swarm of scorpions or snakes or something in that neighbourhood, but a big ass nest of them. Uh, okay, that's all danger. It's the scarabs from the mummy. It's a little D, but it's a little danger. And we know that the Skullclaw aren't there? Correct. So there is a swarm nest in there. Swarm nest. Okay, so I propose that we investigate neither the swarm hex nor the wyvern hex. Mm -hmm. Okay, did we we also have an opportunity to to see four? No, that was... I sacrificed that to find out that 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 it was a swarm nest as opposed to there's some sort of movement and something there, but you'll need yeah. to go explore the hex and actually encounter yeah. it too. Uh, yeah, but that's totally worth it because yeah. like, we found out two two hexes full of monsters that we don't have to fight. Okay, so we get any of the F numbers? No, that's it. That's that's as far that's, as my perception that's, that's reaches. Really, really cool. Yeah, but We're see, still a lot. yeah, and yeah. I'm yeah. I'm endeavouring to give you cross you, this off. Yeah, uh, you don't you, you don't have to cross those ones off. We've got we know stuff. It's like that one. We know stuff. Yeah, in but them. we're not going into them. Yeah, I've written on them what's in them, I'm, but we, we haven't explored them. I'm endeavouring to give you the non-asshole version instead of giving you you look at A two but not A one. So you're still going to have to go in there and look at it. Yeah. So I'm counting all your successes in this sort of direction. Yeah, yeah. No, we yeah. we appreciate the area. What is what about if you give them a little cross, Susan? Just the, the, the those two the 
because there's a thing there that we well, have. Well, that one there, we don't know what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. I meant the dragon one. Yeah. Oh, you already gave it a big cross. Yeah. I can just go and see the big cross because we're all mounted. Yep, all good. Okay. And we know there is a thing in C4, but I can't see what it is. Yeah. So, based on... Um, uh, no, you you get nothing on right. C4. Oh, okay. You fail to perceive the hex altogether. Yeah, yeah. no problem. Um, based on my calculations and Nakoda's sort of checking and that sort of thing, uh, that is 26 days worth of exploring that you don't have to do. Score! From climbing the the Spindlehorn. That's almost a whole month. That's awesome. That's assuming that you checked every one of those hexes meticulously. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we may actually have found enough clues, but I do think finding clues is a great, well, a great way to rule some places out. There's a lot of places to rule out, yeah, and yeah. once we get to a certain point, we have to check. If we haven't found them by then, we have to check all the event things that have stuff for the shop to yeah. find which one actually has the shop. Oh, hang so. on. So these these wyvern and swarm swarm bone squares, they could have the show on tape. No, no, no. no. They okay. are squares that have stuff in them, i.e., preset encounters. Yeah, but uh, we don't right, have you know what encounter. those are and have no real incentive to in, to interact with them. I'm yeah. perfectly prepared to believe there might be treasure in the wyvernery, but I still don't want to go poke it. I mean, yeah. if you find something else later, i.e., Thousand Bones says you, you know, bring me the skull of a wyvern to prove your manliness and then we'll talk, you know where the wyverns are. Yeah, absolutely. And at that point, we were t- when we had quest, we would totally do it. Alright. There's and that one guy in Caramega that no one talked to that wants six wyvern pounds. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Um, and I guess now all there is to do is climb back down the spindle hall. Yeah. Can I teleport us down to the base? I suspect that you can. Cool. Um, I'm going to teleport us down to the base. That does sound good. Just be. Let me just, it, let me just double check. There is a certain amount of risk associated with that. Um, because um, it's not a very light... It depends on how high your chance of mishap is. It's probably pretty low, but depends on how familiar you got with the base and the one visit... Because we've only been here this morning. Okay. So, indeed you can. Uh, you are not very familiar with the, like, random chunk of terrain that you're in, but you have, it counts as studied carefully because you can see it. Like, all the way the fuck down there where there's, like, a bunch of tiny little dots, those must be horses and Silver and Dakota and Lucy. Mm-hmm. So if you wish to teleport everyone down there, you may do so. I you do. You can climb back down there. I'm going to teleport. Cool. Yeah, this seems like the Give me a percentile time. check. And then <laughs> half the party disappeared. Twenty nine. Pe- that would be like you, the rest of the party just doesn't see them go. They walk up the spindle horn and all disappear. <laughs> and eventually, you climb and follow them, and there's no sign they were ever there. <laughs> yeah, and the coder freaks out. Yeah, <laughs> this is why it's collect. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but instead she makes a twenty nine, which is well under the percentage, and we appear at the bottom yep. of the spindle horn. And a Yay. flash of light and a fall of footsteps. <laughs> Flora, Lucy, Flora, Jack, and Gara simply appear Excellent. in front of you. Whoa. Welcome back. <sighs> did the tower do that to you? No, no I did. <laughs> okay. I, I thought for a minute you were... I don't know what I thought. What was up there? Good, really nice view. And Gara nearly fell off, but he managed not to. <laughs> uh, you thought I couldn't make it. <laughs> And you yeah. did. I was wrong. I was just worried because of that worrying toppling bit in the middle. Well, I was just about the rust to come to the deck here. 
This is the stable dwarf that never falls off anything? Well, he didn't fall off, in all fairness. He just nearly fell off. Why is it collect? Was there anything up there? No, but there might have been something up here in the past. But I mean, like, nothing, no up... Uh, sigils, runes, markings, anything that's completely featureless. I mean, it's... It, or there might be something else. I mean, the whole place is click, right? It, it may not be... The spindlehorn may not be the thing that um, your people are worried about. Anyway, we got the information, so let's get out of here, because, you know, places that are rumoured to be dangerous in ancient legends nearly always are. Well, this, the spindlehorn's magical, right? Well, yeah, I don't think there's a... Two, uh, it's got a crystal staircase. That's not something that normally... It's got hundreds of miles of crystal staircase. That doesn't usually turn up in nature very much. And it's in perfect condition. Either that or it was a dwarf with a lot of time on his hands. <laughs> I could see Garen going in here. Start at the bottom and go up one stair at a time. <laughs> All right, and... For Nakota and everyone else's general comfort, you ride like a kilometre away from it and then stop and give Flora a break. Yeah. You take some, like, ah, the horse. On the horse, I don't have to use my legs. <laughs> this, is, this is wonderful. Um, and then Nakota will pull out the map and say, right, you know, what did you see? Okay, yeah. let's eliminate this area, this area, blah, 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 blah. And oh, you are where you are. Yeah. Cool. So we are. So this one's the one. Yeah, that's the one we're in. Okay, so we can just ride straight. So the question, guys, is which direction we want to go in well, now. Do we want to do this direction, or do we want to start going in this direction? I'd be inclined to start exploring the big expanses of yeah. the desert. Yeah. Yeah. So but straight we to C4? We want to go to C4. Yeah, so I think. Um, so yeah. D2, D3, C4? Yeah. So, but we're just riding through those two. We're not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We're, not, we're not looking at them because we've already looked yeah. at them. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool to see. So we presumably lose one or two days for riding through unexplored Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Mountains. mountains. But we don't lose as many as we would if we were searching them. True. Yeah. yeah. It's about six hours to ride through one, so we do about two in a day. Sweet. So we, spend, so we spend a day getting out of the Spindlehorn uh, uh, after the... We spend a day getting out of the Spindlehorn Hex because we had to go into it and explore it and climb it and things. Yep. And where are you headed to? We're, going, we're headed to We're C- going from D1 to D2 to D3 to C4. Yeah. Yep. So we can spend like a day riding through D2 and D3 and then we want to actually poke C4. No, we yep. don't. One don't of them poke is, C4. One of them is mountains, however. So Explode. Mm. Um, and remember, I have got something... Oh yeah, that's right. Hold on, before we get yeah, so we'll let Jared ride us through D two and D three and see what happens because we might get a random encounter, yeah. and then we can use descending before we get to C four. You do indeed get a random encounter. Ooh. Um, do I, I don't mean to matter. I just know you're looking at a random encounter, John. Yep. <laughs> What do I see with my little elven eyes? So, your half elven eyes and your plus zero perception. <laughs> and it's well, so, so, if it's a nighttime encounter, somebody else might be on watch. No, it's always over. <laughs> In the day, as you are riding along, um, you see something off in the distance. Um, <clears throat> everyone's elven eyes stare fixedly at it uh, and it, you can give me a perception check or you can just move closer to it yeah, uh, closer. there's something over there that isn't moving um, as you move closer to it um, there is a man 
lying on the ground. Oh. As you move close to him, he's not moving. And as you get closer again, he's clearly a Shawante. He's got dark skin, facial tattoos and things all over him. Um, He's old, like, you know, pushing pushing 70, maybe older. Right, yeah. Sort of, it's... They have. He's got his head entirely shaved and no beards. There's no white hair, but his skin is definitely like leather and wrinkled up from the sun. Oh. Um, and he is lying here. He has basically no possessions of any real kind on oh. him. Um, and you may give me a heel check. He's walking the walk. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone. Which means so, there may be a poisonous snake in the nervousness. <laughs> so he's definitely still breathing. Um, he doesn't seem to be conscious. He's not aware that you're here. He's showing signs of fairly severe dehydration and starvation. Uh, and yes, it's entirely possible that this is somebody who is doing what's called walking the way. They stay behind in the wasteland with no supplies as the tribe moves on because they are too old and too, or too enfeebled to be of use to them anymore. So, um, if, um, I presume that Silver or someone explains this yeah. to us? Yeah. yeah. Alright, well, like, I know we could help him, but it doesn't seem like you'd be doing him any kindness. Mm-hmm. I, I could put him out of his misery, like. Oh, I don't think we should interfere, lass. Nakoda looks at this and just growls softly under his breath. He doesn't look he doesn't look um saddened by this, he looks pissed off. Yeah. This is such a waste. In the city you'd live. How about but he, w- how? he wouldn't want to go there, would he? He would become Shamek. But he'd be alive. But he wouldn't be him anymore, would he? You wouldn't be Shwante. Does that matter? To him it does. Is this... Is dying out here alone in the desert to serve the way, the good of our people, really in this man's best interests? It is to him. I hate this. I hate all of it. Can I do a roll to see if I recognise what tribe he is? Certainly. Fifteen plus what? Civilization. Uh, Fifteen plus seven is twenty-two. Yep. So he has a bunch of various markings on him um, that you can sort of read, and he's—it's almost like his history is tattooed on him. You know, here he did. Here he was a warrior for the tribe, and then here he was a teacher for the tribe. And here they have given him the tattoo for somebody who was walking the way as he hits the end of his life. Uh, yeah. Based on the assorted markings on him, you make him... Uh, let's see if I can announce this. Shrikarikwa. Hawk clan. Hawk They're the ones that don't like... And no, they're the ones that trade extensively with uh, outsiders. Uh, yeah, Wolf yeah. Clan are the ones that really don't no, they, like us. They live up in the bit of the Cinderlands that faces onto Riddleport and do a lot of trade with Varesians and outsiders and that sort of thing. Um, their main clan is not here. Presumably this guy was out hunting or trading or possibly he has just walked here away from them and then collapsed. 
Yeah, I'll pass this on to everyone else. He is definitely walking the walk. But he's from a clan that trades with outsiders, so... He might do what he can, see. How good would he want to? You haven't asked him. Shriek. He's unconscious. We could talk to him in a dream. The Shriekeriqua are still Shawante. They still have the same stupid rules and restrictions. I know it's a bit... I know it's harsh, but... And Jack looks very old. Old people die in the city, too. And young people. So basically, the, the Hawk Clan um, interact fairly extensively with Riddleport and Outsiders... But notably, they don't leave the Cinderlands and go live in Riddlesport, despite the fact there is nothing actually stopping, stopping them. them. Yeah. yeah so. mm. um, with an unconscious person, can you walk into their dreams? Uh, yeah, he's a, he's functionally asleep. We could ask him. Sure, if you want to. Well, does one of us want to talk to him? It wouldn't be me, I don't speak your own take. Oh, so it's going to have to be me. Um, well, if he's from the Hawk clan, then he probably speaks Keldang. Oh, Verizian. Verizian. I can cast uh, a Wand of Dream and I speak Verizian. And you can share a dream. Cool. Like, you can all do this if you so choose. Okay, sweet. Well, let me dig out my charges at least, on the yeah, Wand of Dream. At least we dream. could ask him whether he's seen the Sun Clan. Yeah. Uh, I'm not keen on... Okay. Yeah, no, let's just... Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty close. <laughs> no, what Garin. we're going to do is ask him if he wants us to hurry him along, help him go somewhere else, or just anyway. leave him to it. Yeah. Garen will not be joining in this stream. Okay. Laura will. I will, just in case you need a Shawante translator. Yeah. Garen will be uh, praying to San Ray to uh, watch over this man's soul as he walks the walk. Does Makoto wish to join us? Honestly, I think Jack had the right of this. We should just slit his throat and be done with it. If that's what he wants, I'm good to do it. Okay, alright. All right. And we enter the dream. Okay. Use up one charge. I've got, I've got the dream wand on on my sheet. Oh, okay. <laughs> on, the, on the travel spot. Oh yeah, because so, Lucy has the ownership of the dreams uh, to talk to your girlfriend. You must you must name the recipient or identify them by some title that leaves no doubt as their identity. Like the guy that's half a foot in front of us, yeah. laying on the ground, walking yeah. the walk. Him there. Yeah, <laughs> Mister Walking that's, the Walk in front of us. Like so, you couldn't dream to you know a Shawante warrior because that's not specific. Yeah. yeah. On the other hand, the fact that the guy's right there in yeah. front of you. Yeah, this elderly member of Hawk Clan that we're yeah. looking at right now. That's yeah. Also, oh, you, you had it right down in yeah. the bosses the yeah. there in front of us. Yeah. Yeah. Could we describe his tattoo? Because the tattoo would be unique to him, wouldn't it? Yeah, you'd have to get quite. You'd, you'd have to have observed it quite carefully. Yeah, though. but that would be a valid use for a dream, wouldn't it? Uh, in any case, That's interesting. Because I'm, I'm correct in thinking that I can just can't use the wand of dream as a um, as a wizard who could cast that spell. Uh, yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, as long as you have fifteen intelligence, which I yes. presume that you do. 
Uh, it is a bard and a wizard spell. Oh, so, so I could use it too. Yes, yes, as long as you have 15 charisma, which I presume. Uh, yes, charisma. I have charisma, but not the intelligence. Yeah, but it's charisma. Oh, okay. It's in theory you are capable of casting fifth level spells, just as Jack is. So. Cool, so you guys don't actually need to go. And effectively, the re- the others of you outside see these guys basically just sort of lie down and appear for all, all external points of view to go to sleep on their own. Um, except that they are very... They go to sleep instantly. Mm-hmm. And they seem very unconscious of Garen, like, stomping around next oh, to them and that sort of Garen, thing. Garen's not stomping, he's... Um, He's basically holding a funeral vigil. Yeah. But effectively, they are, they are completely in a trance. Um, defenseless both physically and mentally. So if, for example, there were Red Man's assassins watching you at this moment... Then Garen would be your only defense. No, because, like, you, you, you three are all... No, no everyone's all three. Gone. Yeah. Oh, okay. the girls have gone yeah. in. Yeah, so Nakoda, is, mm-hmm. Nakoda and Garen are our defenseless. They don't make us no, uh, there is no waking up from this. No. We have to, we have uh, to get They're completely unaware of their own surroundings or activities, so Garen shaking you violently doesn't register. Or a mantis assassin stabbing you in the heart doesn't register. Well, well, if we have to have a single party member oh, no, and one no. NPC protecting us, Garen is the logical person to be. A messenger that is disturbed during the trance comes awake and ends the spell. Right. Yeah, there you go. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if we but get I still, think, I still think Garen's a good choice for the soul party defense uh-huh. man. Yes. Okay, so uh, the key word to disturb you guys out of your dream will be Allah puppets. <laughs> That's oh. disturbing enough, right? I'm sorry, I was just saying <laughs> Vigil will probably wake most of us out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Vigil is exactly what you should Jack say. Jack and Jack Lucy Octavia's um, here. <laughs> Jack Lucy Flora and Silver's point of view. You all lie down in the Cinderlands on the but on the baking heat of the plane, and then find yourself standing in the Cinderlands on the baking heat of the plane. Wow! Well. Except <laughs> that Garan, Nakoda, and all the horses have just disappeared entirely. Yeah. And everything that is beyond several meters away from you is very shimmery, like a heat mirage, and mm. very vague and distant. Overhead, there is the faint core of vultures, and and maybe a hawk. The old man is sitting in is sitting in front of you, sort of vaguely in a sort of sit, sitting with his legs crossed in a vaguely meditative trance, just kind of staring up at the sun. And as he sees you appear, he looks at you uh, slightly curiously. He says in a very old voice, "Kelgrish," and then looks at you, Flora and Jack, and then in Parisian. Be welcomed at my hearth and camp. Thank you. And Kilgrish. Jack will sit down and just fire given that he's inside of us. We'll go sit down. I am Withers the Sun. Oh. And he will shake your hand in yeah. yeah. Varesian style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, is he speaking in Varesian? Yeah, yeah, because he's a sh- he can he is speaking in either Varesian or Shawante, whichever people choose to converse with him in. Well, it's a dream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's. Uh, but it's still it's the magic doesn't um, translate for you. Really? Actually. No, you have to be able to speak to the people. Interesting. 
If so, for example. Wait, oh. can you speak Frisian? Yeah, I thought you might. I'm pretending to be a Frisian. Yeah, I was like, you have to be able to speak Frisian, otherwise disguising you, yourself as a Frisian would be... I would probably would give you, if you were mute, you could still speak in a dream, because you're not yeah. physically doing it, but you're actually having a conversation in an yeah, actual Yeah, so language. I think we, we will be conversing in, in Frisian, and yep. Lucy's just going to be a bit Lucy can see. stand around and look pretty. <laughs> mm-hmm. What are you doing? What are you doing so far out? into the Cinderlands. This is not them. Am I dead? How do you walk? How do you walk beneath this mother? How do you walk beneath Mother Sun with me? We're using magic to talk to you. We saw that you were walking the way and uh, walking the walk and um, we wanted to know if that was what you wanted to do or if you wanted any help. What help? And you, what help could you provide? Well, if you wanted to go somewhere else, now that you're not, you know, burdening your tribe anymore, we could help. We could maybe help you make it back to a different place. He says and nods very understandingly. Or if you, um, I can help you on your way if you want to go to the gods sooner rather than later. You are Shomek, and unlike many of my brothers, I do not speak that word with hate. But you are outsiders. You do not understand who the Shuante are, and what the Shuante are. We do not have much here in the burning Cinderlands, but we have the way, we have each other, and it guides us. I could go with you, walk to Corvosa or Riddleport or wherever Mother Moon's footsteps take me. But I would then be Shomek as well. I would give up everything I am simply to live. Would you do that? No. I'd give up some stuff. It's important to me to stay alive. I don't I don't come from the Cinderlands, I come from the streets of Kavosa. And if you live on the streets of Kavosa and you don't want to live you have to want to live a lot, or you don't make it. That's my way, but I get that it's not your way. Shirikarikwa are not of your cities. We band together against our environment. We do not leave our young helpless and struggling. When it comes time for the old to move aside, we walk the way. It is what is meant to be. I understand what you are trying to do. But what I wish is to be left to wherever, whatever Mother Son may do with me. So he neither wishes to be saved nor helped along he wants to be left out in the sun to die. Yep. Alright. Then Mother Moon guides your road to a better well, to a new path. Actually, would you be willing to help us along our journey? He looks to I'll translate into translate. I'll translate into Shawante. We are on a peaceful mission to we we face a great danger and Shawante could help us. 
if we find the sun planet. He looks at you. You come here to my passing to ask for more aid. No. And um, Jack, Jack will say no quite loudly in Parisian. No. I and um, to ask. Yeah, and as you ask, Jack yeah. says no very loudly to you and says very quickly to him, Desna, light your road. Rasmus speed you on your way and breaks the spell. No. No. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Just ask I, I believe Lucy is sufficiently classless. <laughs> yeah, and I believe as the one who yeah. cast the spell, I can break yes, the yes. spell. Yes. Oh, yeah. no. I think what ends up happening is I start off translating what she's saying, and as yeah. she continues speaking, I kind of go, blah, blah, blah. What? Yeah, and then what? enough. And he, he gets enough of it to be like, "Wait, is that really what you're asking me?" <laughs> Lucy earns a new title, the classless noble. <laughs> oh, that's who she is. <laughs> Poke the dead achievement. <laughs> wow. Respect goes back down. Right, and then um, as we totally in character. It yeah, is. It is. It is. And, and then as we all sit up, never tell Zara you did that. Um, Jack's like, alright, you can't come on the next one of these to Lucy. Hey, I'm just trying. You you had the right end of that, Jack, because either you can break the dream by going, right, spell is over, we walk away, or he can break the dream by just going, no, fuck off out of my mind. Yeah. Off you go, there's nothing you can do about it, you can't force the dream on Yeah. Yeah. In character. In character class. I I actually think that's a lovely fitting um, thing for these these Shalaxian nobles. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know, I I want something. Oh so. yeah. Laura will say a prayer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, still saying a prayer. Yeah, Jack will join the two of you in saying a, a, her, and will say her own prayer, and then we'll actually go off for a bit because she's a bit upset about yeah. that. Like your 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 guess is Flora that he's you know maybe another day away from he'll die of dehydration out here under the sun. Which is kind of horrible, but here we all are. Yeah, but the thing is, at this point, I think he's passed beyond the point where he's in a lot of pain yeah. and things yeah, like that. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's basically he's effectively in a coma. Yeah, so. yeah I mean he's he's not even he's not really aware that you're here. Yeah, yeah. So Jack will go off for a bit. When she comes back, she wants to talk to Nakota for a little bit, and just basically let him know that he's he's walking the road he wants to walk down. I'll. She, you can get. I can do that if you want. Uh, uh, I'd rather talk to Nakoda myself. You can okay. talk to him yourself. You can tell him the same thing you're in your own... Uh, Do you want to have an character conversation with him? You just want to that, that, that's, I, I, I basically... I tell him that. He nods at this. Yeah. I understand that, but... Not everything in the way should be the way. Even if he thinks this is right. And, like, Nakoda's sort of looking at him and fingering the dagger that he's got on him. And just, he's not going to do it, but yeah. he's thinking about it. Mm. Let's move on. <laughs> My cultural imperialism overrides his cultural imperialism. <laughs> yeah. mm. Because, of course, as with all these Clash of Cultures things, everyone thinks they're right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A waste. Yeah, and it's suffering too. Yeah. 
Darren's going off the card method. Mm-hmm. If you're right. going to respect somebody's culture, you do it all the way. Yeah, yeah that is a very Picard Was that the card method? Oh, well said. Sir. Yeah, yes. uh, yeah, I'm giving you major, major, major points for that. <laughs> that is true. I figured at least one holy person should go with them into the dream. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for doing that. Garum mm-hmm. felt like he was, he'd be treading on a man's... Um, yeah. Well, it wound up, a bit, right. it wound up yeah. a bit more treading than I was necessarily expecting because <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I may have given certain fighting wars is, more credit for that. This is in no way, shape, or form. I think the way Garum would choose to worship but Sarah. Really by, but this is the way he chooses to worship Sarah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to bake to death under the sun. Yeah. I was. Yeah. I, I was. In my defence, yeah. I was completely right about Sylvia Flores' ability to respect the man's dying boy. And it's like silver of all the characters in this in this game in this this particular party should understand the, the yeah yeah I think it, yeah. yeah we yeah. reach the first of Desnus. You have been out here for what's basically uh, sixteen days thus far. Yeah, nice. Okay, and we make it into C four. That's from leaving Carabagia, so then another week on. Oh no, hang on! Before we get into C four, that's <laughs> casting a sending spell. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've prepared sending. Sure. Um, so who well, wants to talk to who? Um, well, I thought you might want to send a message to Ben Carlo. I do very much, but is there I'm preparing it for you to send to Ben Carlo because I also want to make sure it was that, that he's okay. okay. All right, and you can see. Yep. So cool. All right. So I will write a message for Ben Carlo. Sure. Right, so. I believe I can prepare it. Someone yes. else can use it. Yes. Yes. You have to be involved in the transmission, but yes. basically, I believe it's Jack talks to you. You effectively telegraph it to Vincarlo, yeah. and what Vincarlo gets is Jack's voice appears out of thin air and says, "Blah blah 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 blah." Flora, dictate this message. Pretty, Pretty much. much. Oh, ah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and. If they um, if they know who you are, then they recognise automatically that it is coming from you, even without having to recognise your voice. You just know that that was Iliosa talking. So, if you disguise your voice, they'd still know it's you. Yes, the subject recognises you if it knows you. Oh, cool. I'm learning a lot about spells today. <laughs> Yeah, some weird I, stuff. Even I can also give you the percentage beautiful. chance if they're not on the same plane of existence as <laughs> you. <laughs> That's pretty cool. There's a spell that I had in the last campaign that I never got to use, and Helen hates for some odd reason. Which one? Which is uh, contact other plane. Oh. It's it's like commune, but the other person can lie. Oh, yeah, that's why yeah. I made it. Commune is you call commune up. Is better. Commune is you call up your helpful god, who presumably wants to assist you, and they give you some information. Right. Uh, contact other plane is the wizard version, where you don't have to get the gods involved. You just talk to something out there, some higher intelligence, which means you can get different information. But, but there's a chance they could lie. Yeah. Right. Well, the gods can lie too. They just, it depends on what you're asking and how, but they usually well, don't. Can the gods fly or can they just tell you to fuck off? Uh, yeah, well, generally speaking, if you're a cleric of that deity casting a commune, you're going to get helpful answers to you. That's yeah, true. but it depends on how much what you're asking messes with their purview. Yeah. Alright. Um, okay, I and I have a sending message. Yeah, I don't think you'd ever see someone lie to you on a commune, you'd just get 
Desna does not answer this question, yeah. and you receive nothing. So I think um, I, w- I will have enough knowledge of Vincalo's schedule to know when would be an okay time when yeah. he'll be on his own. Yeah, no problem. I mean, mm-hmm. among other things, the traditional method of doing this sort of thing is like you do it at ten o'clock at night. Yeah, you arrange yeah. your time previously. Yeah, but I know, but I know that Vincalo at ten o'clock at night will be <laughs> Batman down around. the road. <laughs> so, like, you know, eight in the morning when he's up and doing sure. his solo sword practice. What does Vincalo hear? Are you okay? Queen killed assassin. Do you know who? Is Corvosa okay? Still in the Synthlands. All well here. Five words left. Yay. Yay. Yeah, that's pretty good. The sarcastic quote marks on Assassin are audible. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you break it down into S, S, <laughs> just to make it really... No, I did my best to pronounce the sarcastic quote marks. Do you want me to keep sending prepared on my... Uh, not not for me. Mm-hmm. No. I, among other things, we, we have got quite a lot of charges in the dream thing. We can give that a whirl. Yeah. And I do think, you know, in another couple of days, I should probably use one to talk to Iliosa. Yeah. And you can use one to talk to Sabrina if you want to as yeah. well. some point, Scarra would like to use one. Yeah. Who do you want to talk to? Griff. Oh. I haven't talked to him in a while. Ooh, Griff. <laughs> yeah, he can... Tell you about what Octavia's like these days. Apocalyptic? I can cast the ascending scroll for you because I'm not using a spell slot for Griff. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you can, I can cast you a dream and you can go along. Yeah, go into Griff's dream. That might be disturbing. Actually. No, you don't see their real gym. I checked oh, because I want them to make certain that they could kill us all in early oyster stream. Mm. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, Chris stream might be quite disturbing. <laughs> that's why he's not. He's not. You know, inviting any other females to the party along. <laughs> there may something. There may be some imagery that may disturb. There will be some imagery <laughs> that will disturb. Yeah, it'll disturb Flora for sure. <laughs> I imagine it will disturb everyone. That very thing. I've been sort of just playing with them. Wait, more dice. Oh dear. I wish they were a little brighter. I feel sorry for I have the brighter rainbow dice. But I do think yours have some really nice colours on Yeah, I like the colours. I just wish it would go brighter. Like... I think halfway between the show would be about... Yeah. That's Silver when he's being moody. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That the silver model dice. Oh yeah. The yeah, broody okay. rainbow. <laughs> the broody <laughs> rainbow. rainbow. Well, that's whatever I should call you now. <laughs> yeah. If I hold it up to the light it's perfect. That's the quote of the night. What? The broody rainbow. <laughs> okay, I have got a good one for you as well as um something I'm gonna use for a different woman paladin is the blunt instrument. <laughs> Yep. Perfect. So, mm-hmm. uh, Vin Carlo, never one to waste a resource, uses exactly 25 Ooh. words, no yeah. more, no less. It's good for him. Um, yeah. I am slain. 
Well, the thing is, I don't ask if he's okay, yeah, because yeah. the thing is, if he gets the now, message that, that he is... That's kind of interesting, because yeah. if he replies to you as Blackjack, you recognize it's Blackjack, because that's how the mask works. It <laughs> yeah. defeats the efforts to divide his identity. Yeah. But however, you get a response back as Ben Carl. Well, yeah, are we deliberately picking a time Jack. of day where he wouldn't be... Where he would yes, be unlikely Blackjack to be isn't, is somebody you can unambiguously identify, but the spell will fail if he's not presently Blackjack. Mm, it just goes yeah. 404, Blackjack not found. Well, yeah, well, that's, that's why I deliberately yeah. picked Vincalo yeah. at a time of day when Vincalo would be Vincalo, because yeah. he's not usually yeah. blackjack at eight in the morning. Okay. No public assassination attempt. Heard nothing. Must be kept very quiet. City is quiet. Grey guard everywhere. Making resistance in roads, including Bishop de Bear. Sweet. Because mm. he he is talking to the right people. Sweet. And Presumably making fairly quiet overtures to them as opposed to jumping straight to So, the Queen! Yeah. Anyone else on board with the assassinating? Yeah. <laughs> so, revolution! <laughs> Alright, and um, so he's got the cathedral online and now he's working on yeah. the inn. Um, <laughs> and the fact that Vin, neither Vin Carlo nor Blackjack know anything about the assassination attempt suggests it's happened real quietly. Yeah. And fuck all people know about it because... Uh, uh, well, you know Vin Carlo is a suspiciously well-informed person because Blackjack has ears everywhere. Yeah. So, um, I, um, give Flora a little hug. Thanks. It's good to know he's okay. For the moment. <laughs> He'll get himself in trouble if we stay out here too long. Alright. But so will some of the others. <laughs> and where are we? We are heading into C4. Cool. Survival checks. Dakota contributes in a useful fashion. That is... You're doing a nice job with the system for those hexes. So, that is three clues from that one. Oh, we get a square. Dakota succeeds with two raises. And um, is that including four successes as well? Uh, Yeah, it's the two of them are rolling separately. Right, yeah. So it's whoever gets the better result. Oh, right, yes. Because they're both reading the same signs. I forgot. Some days Nakoda does better, some days Flora does better, sometimes they both kind of a bit same. Sometimes they both stuff it up. They've been doing really well. Yeah, yeah, I don't think there's been a single one where one of them hasn't gotten at least one clue. Uh, E9. You can cross off. I want to. What's that you say when it's not you miss? I want to say miss. <laughs> yep. So our next one, our next clue is going to be another clue. Sweet. So, and we're looking in C four. In C four. Yeah. As you move into it. Mysterious thing. It may be explosive. Uh, the first day you find nothing in particular. The second day, mysterious note for Octavia. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Yeah, you're not wrong. You find, pass it along. You find on a rock, in the middle of nowhere, a single deck of cards. (laughs) 
<laughs> you and the wish dick, yeah. <laughs> it's a scary thing. Yes, and Flora will keep it out of your hands. Thank you. Mm, yeah. I've watched Critical Role Campaign 1, but you're not getting it. <laughs> Thank you. So are we going to comb the desert like first? I was just thinking about that. I was thinking about like. Did anyone else see space balls? Yes. Yeah, yes. Go over the desert. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was thinking like either that. like that or like that. Sort of not keep going on. Uh, Garrett's uh, cold down, but like tip. make a line through the middle well, and then make a line back through the middle. Because I think we can explore fast. <laughs> we do a whole bunch of like yeah. these really open desert hexes. It was a trilogy, wasn't it? Space and balls. And that will get us enough clues to narrow it down a bit more. Yeah. Oh, really? I only watched space balls. I think it was a trilogy. Okay, maybe it was just like three movies I watched when growing up. He, he just makes spoof movies. Yeah. Good spoof movies. No. But I'm kind of hoping we'll stumble onto them in one of these random middle hexes before we have to actually eliminate everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. You know what I haven't seen in years? Airplane. Oh my I've god. I've never seen that. So, that is people can give yeah. me a knowledge nature check. Yeah, I'm trained. Go. We actually have some people oh. who have knowledge that. Yeah. Uh, Dakota, however, is looking at his horse. <laughs> I got a 13. I rolled badly. 15 for the dwarf. Silver's oh. leading the way and he's looking at Silver. Cool. Aaron is. He got a 15. Adam hits the DC. <laughs> yeah. Research dwarf so strikes again. You are moving... You're riding along, and it is hot, and it is windy out here. The wind is starting to blow through your hair. Garin, yeah, Garin, your beard is blowing. Dakota's hair is billowing out. There's the slightest twinge on your on your chin on your beard as something hot sort of hits it, blown by the wind and flakes off, and then you go ah. You know, the wind is up. It's hot. There's an ember storm coming, (laughs) Uh, and with that warning, it will be upon you in one minute. Okay. 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 I, I, I do the force field thing. I cast liniment secure. I get everyone to huddle their horses into a very small area, yeah. and then I cast liniment secure shelter, which is a standard action. As opposed to um, failing, that is no one notices until the ember storm hits you. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that so would be a much bigger problem. C four is it? And uh, you are hit by an ember storm. Yeah, I don't think that's wait, right. it's not a thing that is stuck in here. No, that's wait. a random okay. encounter. We're not yeah, okay. we're not done yet. We're dealing yeah. with the consequences of the ember storm. Yeah, um, because an ember storm is not a fixed um, thing. It blows across the wasteland. Uh, so Leoman's tiny hut, you were casting. Yes, the little one. Good old Leoman. Is this the one that protects you from the elements? It, it's the one yeah. that protects you from the elements. Yeah. It doesn't come with furniture, but um, it's mu- it's smaller and it doesn't come with furniture, but it does protect you from exterior forces. Okay. So if Bigby was a butterfinger, would that mean Leomid was rubbish at architecture? Yes. So, <laughs> Jack, you know how this works, just yeah. clarifying for the player. Um it provides protection from elements such as rain, dust, sandstorms, etc., etc. It withstands winds of anything less than hurricane force, but a hurricane will destroy it. Right, okay. Um, and the ember storms go anywhere from relatively miles to absolutely major, and you have no idea what you've rolled here. Okay, so... Uh, so, so essentially, a sufficiently hard ember storm will actually destroy this. It will literally blow it away. Okay, but... But I mean, anything less than the worst ember storm will be deflected from it. Okay, so okay. this still seems like a reasonably good percentage, because I'm not really... Otherwise, we're just trying to flee, right? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I think this is our best bet. Yeah. yeah. There's, like, there's no running from it. You can't outrun a tornado. Yeah. Well, we'll try So, Jack pulls everyone together, and... What and colour is your spear? Because you get to decide. It's a force okay. of any colour you desire. Okay, purple. then it's purple. The, yes, the spell explicitly calls out that you can colour it. <laughs> cool, it's, it's, a pur- it's a big purple sphere. I doubt nice. that you do it anyway. So, from the outside... Um, and uh, Jack says, this should work, unless it's really, really bad. <laughs> Silver clings on to Nakoda. <laughs> Brace yourselves. And... This purple sphere swings up, and from the outside, there's suddenly this big purple bubble just sitting in the wasteland. From the inside, you can see like a translucent little purple image around you, and mm-hmm. and um, the, the Jack will also hiss at Silver. Remember your resist fire potion. If you see the bubble break, drink it. <laughs> <laughs> because it doesn't it doesn't deflect the sound at all. You hear the. <laughs> of wind rushing towards you and all around you and you can actively see the embers flying in it, chunks of flame flickering and burning and they splatter like bugs up against your tiny hut ding 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 and within a few minutes the ember storm passes over you it is not severe enough to pierce your hut it is less than a hurricane force and yeah, fire nice. <laughs> well done Jack yeah. well, I can also only do that once a day so you know <laughs> yay it notices that this is us it comes back <laughs> sentient <laughs> it passes over sentient. without suffocating burning or carrying anyone away yay. Yay. I'm particularly happy about the carrying people away because I'm small and light yep and there's rules and windstorms about light like, small creatures yeah. and yeah. penalties to bloody 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 yep and yeah, he just surpassed all of them mm-hmm. yeah well when I looked at the um level of protection. Well, the other thing is Lemon's Secure Shelter not only explicitly doesn't protect against extreme weather events, it's a ten minute casting time. And oh. you... It, it's when you've got a nice relaxing time to make your night shelter. You yeah. successfully explore C4. Oh, yay! yay. What, so what was in C4? That, that was... Uh, nothing. Okay. It was an empty hex. But you had a, a question yeah. mark well, No, the, the, thing was the, the, the theory was we could have found out that C4 wasn't a thing, but yeah. we wouldn't have known what yeah, was The two options three. were C4 is an empty hex and there's something in B3, or there's a swarm nest in B3 and you don't see C4. Yeah, okay. so we had to explore it. But yeah. Alright, so the question Silver and I were pondering that now for the table at large is we we've got a huge pile of desert here. I'm proposing kind of a zigzag pattern along and then a zigzag pattern back. What do, mm, what do people... That would mean retracing our steps. We sort of did more of a... up like that. But that involves a lot of, lot of wiggling around. What mm. about like that? Well, it's just that we're there. Yeah, yeah we we'll just got to be four and then a four. Yeah, then that's not really out of out of our way, and then we can move into a yeah. sort of zigzaggy along the top and knock the top off. Yeah, it's more like it. And then sort of head back. I'd suggest just kind of ducking the mountains and heading back for a desert wiggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. We should do that. Yeah. So B four next. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. B four. B four. Not law. Just B four. Mm-hmm. We go to B4 before we go to A4. And it's survival checks time. 
It's 10.15. How much longer do we want to keep going? Let's have the survival checks for V4 and stop there. Because we'll know where we are because Silver's system shows that we... Any yeah. success on that? No more. I got one seven. Cool. So you get one clue. One clue. Fifteen. Which Yay. brings you to a three. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yep. A nice chunk knocked off today. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We've had a pretty good solid chunk of some planets for it. That is and we've run across several non-violent encounters and avoided several horribly violent encounters. <laughs> I had one awkward encounter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You're an awesome companion on burglary expeditions, but I'm not taking you on any quasi-religious expeditions. Oh, yeah. no. So you get J10 has nothing to this. The ember storm must have come from there, so they won't be living there. (laughs) (laughs) And so you are in B4. Yep. Yep. Write that down on the third of Desnus, and we will leave it there. Yes. Good.